Hello and welcome to another week of the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. I am your boy Q and I'm joined by my co-host. You're going to tell people who you are? Sure. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Lou. I hope everybody had a good week. And uh, before we get started, I'd just like to uh, send my prayers out to everybody down in New Orleans and Louisiana. Uh, everyone who's in the path of uh, that hurricane, um, I know I have a close friend lives down there. Um, I haven't talked to him in a couple of days, so I hope he's doing all right, and I hope everyone else is uh, staying safe out there. Um, yes, most definitely. Um, the the things that I have been seeing, the, the <clears throat> excuse me, the videos that I've been seeing on Twitter, I mean, just absolute destruction going on, catastrophic destruction going on. And then, you know, seeing that story last night about um, the entire city of New Orleans without power. I mean, the entire city. Oh, man. Uh, This is not a political show. No, 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 it's not. This is not a political show. (laughs) Right, right. I just wanted to send my prayers out before we got started and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to have a discussion on climate change, even though we, (laughs) even though the world probably does need to have one, and a certain political party needs to have a serious discussion on climate change. But we're not going to go there tonight. Nope. That's another night. This is not the show for that. So, yeah. Uh, usually you hear a third voice and that's Greg, um, but, I, uh, he has some things he had to take care of. So, um, it's going to be just the two of us tonight. Uh, so buckle up, buttercup. It's time to get this on the road. <laughs> All right. Kicking us off tonight, kicking us off tonight. And actually last week was a pretty slow it was a pretty slow um, sports news week, but in quick NBA news, uh, cueing the ESPN music, there is a trade. There's been a trade. And this trade involved the Chicago Bulls and the Portland Trailblazers and uh, one other team. Cleveland Cavaliers. I think I said Cleveland. So yeah, Cleveland. You Portland, said Chicago. And Chicago, yes. So those are three. Yes. Cleveland, Portland, and Chicago. So Cleveland has acquired in a sign and trade Lori Markinen. Um, good luck with that roster construction in Cleveland because mm-hmm. I mean Cleveland just just uh, drafted what was it Josh Green or whatever his name is. Uh, um, <laughs> Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, yes, Evan. This draft at Evan Mobley, they just signed Jared Allen to a $100 million extension. Here comes Dwayne Marketing. So you got an overglut of forwards and centers. Um, and in order to facilitate this trade, um, Cleveland had to send out um, Larry Nance Jr., Cleveland's favorite son. Uh, you know, his dad played in Cleveland. Uh, and He was a hometown favorite, too, believe me. And he, I can probably imagine. Um, so he was sent to Portland. And uh, uh, I forgot who Chicago received. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really doesn't matter. But uh, 
Yeah. So thoughts on this trade? Um, why? That's that was my only question was why? Because you do you just signed Cleveland did just signed Jared Allen to a big contract. Um, you know that they just drafted Evan Mobley. Um, in Cleveland will not. Uh, or Kevin Love will not let Cleveland buy him out. So exactly, like so, you know, Kevin he, Love is Kevin. Kevin Love is the jilted lover. Yeah, yeah, he's you know. You I want mean, me to leave, but I'm not leaving. I, I mean, and again, you know, he's he's a fan favorite also in Cleveland, and you know, he's yeah, he's he's just he's just injured way too much. And I just I don't know why. I just yeah, don't know why. I, I, like I said, like I said, uh, uh, Kevin Love is the jilted lover. Like some of the play, like it's clear that he doesn't want to play there. So if Cleveland, if Cleveland is offering you a chance, hey, we'll buy your contract out. You can go. Anywhere you want, and he's like, "No, nah, I ain't right. want you brought out." Like, what sense and, does that make? And, and anybody who follows basketball knows that Kevin Love has always said that he would love to play in Portland. He is so that's I just don't understand why he wouldn't. And then he could go and, and sign with Portland. You know, exactly. and I mean, he could play in his hometown or whatnot. I'm not necessarily if that's his hometown, but um, it's 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 mind boggling. I, I just I don't know why Cleveland would do that. Yeah, speaking, I, I don't understand either. I mean, I, I don't understand either. And Lloyd Markin is not <laughs> he's not worth seventy five million dollars. <laughs> no, and, and he's injured just as much as Kevin Love is. <laughs> Yeah, I I just don't. <sighs> speaking of things that I speaking of things that I don't understand, well, I do understand, but I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols is back in the news. <laughs> Rachel Nichols is back in the news, and she is getting her dose of cancel culture. So, on uh, <clears throat> uh, five days ago, five days ago. She, um, Rachel Nichols was removed from all NBA programming and her show, The Jump, has been canceled. Has been canceled. Uh, let's I'm gonna pull up the article so that you know people and just the, it, you know, in case it's the first time for people hearing about this story and hearing um, about the controversy of honestly this is my first time hearing about it actually okay well great uh so <clears throat> rachel nichols um she uh was a big time uh personality for nba program and she had her own show on espn called the jump and it was an hour-long nba show where um in addition to her sleeping with uh certain uh celebrity basketball players <laughs> well one <laughs> celebrity basketball player who will not be named because i no, do we, not have we, we will not name <laughs> i do not have the money to respond to a lawsuit uh 
she over uh, last year, last year, um, before the NBA finals in the bubble, um, she not, I guess not knowing that, she, that her, um, that her video feed was hot and was recording. Uh, she was talking to a representative, uh, to a representative and an advisor to LeBron James. And she was upset that she was not chosen to lead the NBA, the ESPN's NBA finals coverage. And, the, and that assignment was given to uh, her former, co- now former colleague, Maria Taylor. So mm-hmm. just going over the story, this is from <clears throat> Yahoo Sports. Um, I'm not going to read all of it, just going to read the most important parts, just so everyone is aware of what's going on. So, uh, Rachel Nispel's time on ESPN Airways appears to be over. The network is removing the longtime reporter and host from all NBA programming and canceling her weekday show, The Jump. Uh, ESPN Senior Vice President of Production confirmed the decision to sports business journals uh, on Wednesday. Uh, He said, quote, we mutually agreed that this approach regarding our NBA coverage was best for our concerned. Rachel is an excellent reporter, host and journalist, and we thank her for her many contributions to our NBA content. uh, Nichols confirmed the news on Twitter while thanking her production crew from the jump with the promise of more to come. Meaning she's probably going to bleach a report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> or the Barsu's thoughts. Who knows? Uh, so Rachel tweeted, tweeted this, uh, quote, got to create a whole show and spend five years hanging out with some of my favorite people. We know who one of those favorite people are. <laughs> uh, talking talking about one of my favorite things, basketball. An eternal thank you to our amazing producers and crew. The jump was never built to last forever, but it sure was fun. More to come. Um, so she still has a year left on her contract, but she is not likely to appear on the network during that time. The news of Nichols' exit arrives less than two months after a New York Times report exposed external internal strife at ESPN over comments Nichols made about a colleague Maria Taylor during the 2020 NBA bubble, suggesting that she rose to her position on ESPN Airways because of, because of a diversity effort rather than her merits. Nichols is white. Taylor is you can probably put two and two together. Uh, since that report, ESPN and and at the con- <clears throat> oh Taylor left ESPN. Uh, since that report, uh, Taylor left ESPN at the end of her contract in July and signed a deal with NBC Sports. She was actually on. Uh, she was part of the coverage of the Olympic pandemics in Tokyo. Uh, so. Uh, the jump will continue to air for the next couple of weeks without Nichols. ESPN will produce a new afternoon NBA show prior to the start of the next season to replace it. Uh, Robert spearheaded the Nichols decision after taking over his role overseeing the network's NBA coverage two weeks ago and has more changes in store for its in-studio coverage of the league. Also, also, what happened at ESPN um <coughs> Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? Max Kellerman 
will will not will no longer be on first take. So now that you have a little background, okay. Now that you have a little background, actually, uh, that's on the fire, and here's the background that caused all this controversy. While news of Nichols' comments broke in July, they had festered internally at ESPN for a year. She made the comments on a call with longtime LeBron James advisor Adam Mendelsohn. She reportedly did so unaware that a camera nearby was still rolling and recording the conversation on ESPN's servers, a.k.a. her mic was hot. Right. Um. So ESPN staffer saw the video, recorded it on their cell phone, and shared it internally before it was leaked to the media. Uh, right. Um, so she said, <clears throat> quote, I wish, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, Go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. First of all, Rachel Nichols, bye. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> bye bye. 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 Right, right. But you know that she's going to resurface. Somewhere because oh, she yeah. is she is not just because not just not. not just because of her, what she's did, what she's done at, at, at ESPN, like she is a very credible reporter, but she is also the daughter-in-law of Diane Sawyer. I give it, mm, I give it maybe two, three months. She'll be on Fox Sports. She'll either be, she'll either be on Fox Sports, or she'll, or she's, or, she, or she'll be headed to Bleacher Report or Barstool. Right. Or the, or the Yahoo Sports, or the stadium. Like, there, there are other avenues for her other than ESPN. Like, oh, Shams, yeah, Shams left ESPN, and Shams left ESPN, and now he's, like, uber big on stadium and on and at the and at the athletic. I actually think she ends up at the athletic. Well, well, I she she's more of an like an on air personality, you know what I mean? Like an on air reporter, not really like behind the scenes, you know, doing much. I mean, you know, I'm not sure if she does, uh, you know, writing or you know stories or something like that. Well, you know, there is a so so you know, Bleacher Report. They a lot of their a lot of their talent. Like there's uh there's this reporter for Bleach for Bleacher Report. I, Taylor Rooks, she does a mm-hmm. lot of features. You know, she does a lot of feature stories. Okay. Um, so I, that's why I don't think she. I don't think she ends up at Bleacher Report because then she will be stepping on Taylor Rooks' shoes. Right. That's why I say I think she ends up. I think she ends up at uh, the Athletic or Stadium. I mean, she's that, or like you said, Fox Sports, Fox Sports One. Um, but yeah, she's definitely gonna get back. She's definitely gonna land oh, on her feet yeah. again. It's, it's land. I mean, and again, she's Diane Sawyer. She's Diane Sawyer's daughter-in-law. Right, right. Uh, and speaking uh, on the uh, the Maria Taylor, uh, uh, the the other reporter who she had, uh, you know, said this stuff about. Right. Um, 
I just got word a little while ago that um, because uh, you had already mentioned that, you know, she signed on with NBC. She covered the Olympics, but she is going to be on Sunday Night Football now mm-hmm. um, as a sideline reporter with also with the in-studio reporter, Drew Brees. Yeah. So she didn't skip a beat. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Maria Taylor is is, is incredibly talented. Yes, um, yes, she and is. she is. And not only she's talented, she's multifaceted. She can cover like she can cover football. She can cover basketball. She can almost cover any sport. And she's a former athlete herself. Right. So, right. So, yeah. Shout out to Maria Taylor. Like she left ESPN within days not even it wasn't even a full week within days she had to deal with NBC, NBC, it was with NBC Sports so when one door closes another one opens there it is one door do- when one door closes another one opens and uh Anyway, continue moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. Are you ready for some football? The regular season is 10 days away. 10 days away. Are you I was just excited? trying to do. Oh, yeah. Are you as excited as I am, Luke? Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, most definitely. I, I, I can't <laughs> wait. Cannot wait. Oh man! So this weekend, <clears throat> this weekend we had the final preseason. It was the final week of preseason, mm-hmm. and uh, also we need to revisit something from last week. Ah. <laughs> we need to revisit something from last week. As soon as I find my other airport, where did it go? Where are you? <laughs> oh boy! Okay. I just want to say, I, I think we were, I think we were all maybe a little bit off on that list because that list, the, the top 10, really, really surprised me. Yeah, I was, I was genuinely surprised by myself. You know, some of the, I found it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Back in business. I'm not, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say where it was. <laughs> okay. Not even gonna say where it was. Um, uh, but yes, that list definitely surprised me. That list definitely surprised me. Um, but just to recap, just to recap, and I'm gonna go over what our picks were, and then I will unveil for those who were living under a rock yesterday and didn't see the unveiling of the list of the of the top ten. I'm just going to go over what we said, <clears throat> what we thought the top 10 would be. I'm going to start with you, I'm going to go to Greg, and go to me. So right. you said uh, number 10 was TJ, would be TJ Watt, followed by Josh Allen, then Travis Kelsey, then DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Donald, number six, Tom Brady, number five, Aaron Rodgers, number four, Patrick Mahomes, number three, Devontae Adams at number two, and Derek Henry at Number as the number one player in 2021, voted by the players. Um, Greg said, I mean, we were all unanimous with uh TJ Watt being number 10, and he's at Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Aaron Donald, 
Tom Brady at number five, Patrick Mahomes number four, Josh Allen at three, Aaron Rodgers at two, and Derrick Henry at number one. And I said, uh, from 10 to 1, T.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry, Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tom Brady, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers at number two, and Josh Allen at number one. You see, I am very high on on Josh Allen. Yeah, I I knew that. If you saw his... um, his preseason game. Uh, I did. Yeah. yeah. The, the, you see, you can see why I'm very high on Josh. Allen. He he was on point. He 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 looked like. Uh, I mean, as you've already said, he looked like an MVP right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's go down the list. For, that's what I, that's what I was wondering if any of ahead. us got any number of like any like like number six right or any you know something like that, which I I don't know if we did or not. I we got a couple right. We did. Oh, okay. We got a, <clears throat> we got a couple right. Okay. Okay. This is prediction. What the hell is going on? Okay. Let's go to I know I should have had this up earlier, but uh, you're fine. <laughs> <I guess. clears throat> so, shares. Come on, NFL.com. All right, it's taking forever. <laughs> uh. This is where Greg would be. <laughs> oh, man. How are you going to get back, Greg? <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through the top 10 list, and then and then we're going to go through the top 10 list, and then we can talk about the ones that we felt should not have been on that list. Okay. And, uh, but, yes, I we did get some of them right we did get some of them right there we go 10 to 1 so number 10 Josh Allen what did I fuck that one up (laughs) (laughs) it surprised me I I really expected him to be higher I expected him to be higher too. I expected him to be higher too. He definitely will be higher next year. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but actually, he last year he was number eighty-seven, so he jumped up seventy-seven spots. Okay. He jumped up seventy-seven spots. Uh, number nine, T.J. Watt. So we were just off, mm-hmm. just off. Last year he was number twenty-five, so he jumped sixteen spots from twenty twenty to twenty twenty-one. DeAndre Hopkins, I got that one correct. Oh, look at you. I got that one correct. He <laughs> came in at number eight. Actually, no, I didn't get that one right. Oh, Greg oh. got that one co- Greg got that one correct. Okay. He had him at number eight. I had uh DeAndre Hopkins. I had DeAndre Hopkins at number nine. So I wish this went off. 
I, I don't have my list up, so I don't know where I landed. I, I have it all right here. I have oh, okay. On my okay. computer. <laughs> so <laughs> Thank DeAndre you. Hawkins is number eight. He was number eight last year, so he stayed right where he was. Okay. I think he should have been higher. I think he should have been higher. Uh, uh, new team. I mean, you know, he didn't have the same quarterback. So, you know, you them, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Yeah, and then also at the end of at the end towards the end of last year, uh, um, uh, Kyler Murray fell off a, yeah. a little. His stats fell off a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yeah, I guess you're right. And then yeah, Christian Kirk was injured a, a good amount, and yeah. So okay, all right, number eight. That's fair. Number seven, moving up seven spots from 2020. The GOAT himself, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, number seven. Let me check and see. Anyone had him at seven? Nope. We all had him. I had him at four. You had uh, Greg had him at five. And you had him at five as well. So okay. yeah, we fucked up that one. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Number six, jumping 51 spots from last year, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. And yeah, we. I think I missed him by I had him a number long three. time. I had him at number three. Greg had him at number nine. You had him at number two. So yeah, we, we, we fucked that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's still a big <laughs> jump to move. Oh yeah, fit, to move up fifty-one spots. Well deserved. Number, yeah, most definitely. Uh, number five, moving up thirteen spots from last year. Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and I had Kelsey at number five. I got that one right. No, I got that one correct. You had him at number eight. I was going to say, I believe him at number seven. So let's see. I am currently what two? What's it? Two? Two for five? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two for two for five. All right, two for five so far. All right. So, uh, at number four, Derek Henry, and he moved two spots because he was number six last year. I had him uh, just going back to the list. I had him, I had Derrick Henry at number eight. Greg I think I had him. Number one. So yeah. yeah. That was a nice shit the bed moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> number three, Aaron Rodgers. He moved up 10, 13 spots from 2020. And I had Aaron Rodgers at number we I had him at Greg and I had him at number two. We had him at number four. So you were just went off. Yeah. Not bad. If this was FanDuel, you would get like two points. Yeah. Instead right. of <laughs> instead of instead of five. Still an L. Still a loss. <laughs> All right. And number two, moving up one spot from Moving up one spot from last year, Aaron Donald. I had Aaron Donald at number. I had Aaron Donald at number seven. I think I had him at nine. Greg had him at number six, and 
you had him in number six. Okay. And the number one player voted by the voted by the players in the NFL this season for this season is Patrick Mahomes the second. And we all shit the bed on that one. Yeah. You had him at number three. Greg had him at number four. I had him at number six. So, so you went. No, 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 I'm not a master prognosticator. Yes, I still, <laughs> yes, I still am. But anyway. Uh, you went two for ten. Yeah, I went two for ten. That's not I, went, I went zero for ten. And I think Greg, you said Greg got one. I think yeah, you got I one, still, one or two I, right. So I still am the master prognosticator. There it is. Show. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that is just just about right. Like I think that's just about that. I think that list is just about right. Like yeah, you, you mean, know, Brady was gonna get to, was gonna get top ten, especially well, of course. after it came out that he played with a, basically a torn MCL all season. Mm-hmm. Now, no, and, see, the, but here here's right. a question though, and I, I mean, this is just you know, uh, you know, this isn't going here nor there, but. Okay. All right. The one thing I didn't take into effect, I completely forgot. These are the top ten players that the players voted for. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that part. I thought it was the writers and you know stuff like that. No, this is now, all players. If Tom Brady did not win a Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. do you still think he'd be in the top ten? No, I don't either. He would be in the low in the low teens. Yeah, he'd be right outside the top 10. But yeah, I don't believe that he would have made the top 10 if he did not win the Super Bowl. Yeah, don't I don't think it either. I don't think so either. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, now, things, and this is from the writers. Uh, so, the top ten, the top five things that one pronosticator thinks that the voters, aka the players, got wrong. Number one, misidentifying the head of State Farm. They're saying this writer is saying that um, Aaron Rodgers should have been voted ahead of Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about that? Well, he he, he was the MVP. Um, and Greg had uh, mentioned that last week also. Yeah. So, um, but uh, I think that uh, off season, that uh, off season drama probably knocked him down. A couple I of think pegs. so too. But, but see, then, then they should have voted like that then because they're talking just the football season, not, not mm-hmm. the off season. You know what I mean? Right. So, and then I also, and then I also think um, it's a little bit of recency, recency bias because when <clears throat> when Mahomes was voted number one last year mm-hmm. for twenty twenty, he was coming off he was coming off a Super Bowl high. Right. You know the Chiefs the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think I think and, and I think you know the same argument that we made. 
against Tom Brady getting into the top 10 and if he didn't win the Super Bowl. I think if mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay won the Super Bowl, they got into the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl, he would have been number one. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. He would have been and number I, one. I, oh, yeah, that's that's easy. <clears throat> well, right. like, and, and, and if you think about it, too. All right. You, you said the, uh, what did you say? Something about uh, State Farm or something like that? Right. Okay. Well, isn't Mahomes the new uh, yes, so-called now, poster child for State Farm? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for football, yes. For football, okay. yes. You know, the biggest one, you know, it's him and it's, it's Rogers. And on the basketball side, it's Chris Paul. Right, right. Oh, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a little crazy. All right, number two, number two. The voters forgot about Dak. What do you What do you mean they forgot about him? I mean, <clears throat> so so this look at the quarterbacks that were ranked in the top one hundred. Uh, Russell Wilson, he was. Russell Wilson played out of his mind the first half of the season. He's not in the top ten. He he fell. He was number. He was number. He fell ten spots from last year to number twelve. Uh, that's not. We're not even going to talk about Deshaun Watson. No, he's number that's eighteen. <laughs> he's number eighteen this year. Baker Mayfield's number seventy-one in front of Brian Tannehill at number eighty-three, mm. and. Dak Prescott didn't even make the top 100. How many? Granted, he played. Right, I was going to say, how many games he did he play? Four Six? And a half, he, played, he played four and a half games. Okay, four and but a half. But in those four and a half games, and I'm saying a half because that's when he, the half game is when he, broke, when he broke his ankle. Right. But in those four and a half games that he played, he was on pace to throw for six thousand yards. Yeah, he was. He he was lighting it up. I I know that he was lighting it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just look at his stats from last year. And just is just so he complete, he completed sixty eight percent of his passes. He was averaging four hundred and twenty two and a half passing yards per game, and he was on pace to break the season the single season passing mark by nearly thirteen hundred yards until that injury in week five. Mm. Last year, last year he was number forty six, and he's not in, not even in the top one hundred. And you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Hate them. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but I am a Dak fan. I'm a Dak fan, except when they're playing Washington twice a year. But I, I am a Dak fan, and for him not to make the top one hundred, and he's the high. Well, he used to be. He was the highest paid quarterback for like two weeks. Well, a couple of months until Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah, I, I mean, but he, I mean, you already said it. He he only played four and a half games, and and it's a very it's you know really unfortunate what happened, and, and I'm glad he's back and he, they're they're saying he's good to go for week one. But I mean, I mean, I, I get I, it. I mean, I get it. It's injuries. It's injuries because I mean, just look at these. I'm going to rattle off some names and how far they fell. From last from last year's rankings, okay. George Kittle, he was number seven in twenty twenty. He fell forty three spots at 
He missed half the season. Right. Christian McCaffrey was number six Ooh. in 2020. He only played three games and he dropped 38 spots. Ooh. Zach Martin. Zach Martin, Prescott's teammate and lineman. He was number 55. He missed six contests and he still came in at number 85 this year. Like, here's another, here's another snapshot of Dak Prescott's career. When he won Offensive Rookie of the Year, he debuted at number 14. He dropped out for two years, reemerged ahead of 2020, and only to be cast off once again despite playing the best he's ever played prior to suffering an injury. The voters need to make up their mind. And, 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 and when I say voters, the players need to make up their mind on what, what type of player he is. Like, right. Dak, is, Dak is good. He is Dak good. Is he is. Good. He is. And for him to drop completely out of the top 100, he is a top 100 player in the league. When he's healthy, yes. I completely when, agree. We only have one season, with, and, and, and that was last year. One season where he had not been healthy. He played every game and, and up until that point. Every game. Cowboys ain't done shit, but... Yeah, yeah they were bad last year. <laughs> every, he played every... out of Since he entered the league, since he entered the league five years ago, he played every single game. Not a, didn't miss a game because of an injury. None of that. He played every game. And you're telling me he's not a he's not a top one hundred player. You well, all right. Um he uh, number one, hopefully he stays healthy this year. Okay. Right. Um I do like watching him play, but do you know what will like I, I think no doubt put him in the top 20, maybe even the top 10 next year, win a playoff game. I, I agree. I, uh, Dallas has not won a playoff game you since... Make a very good argument there. You make a very I, good I, argument I don't there. even know. I want to say 1995. No, they won it. They won the... They, they won the... They lost the Des game when they should have went to the NFC Championship. Oh, against Green Bay. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's, it's yeah. the team. He got to lead the team farther. In the right, right. Well, first he needs to lead the team into the playoffs, and he needs to lead them far into the playoffs. He needs to right. at least make just, he, just get he, that first he needs playoff to at least win. Make the, the, Nash, the NFC Championship game, which won't happen right. this year. Won't happen this year, but I. I don't think so either. If their defense plays anything, I mean remotely anything like they did last year, there's no chance. Unless, unless Dak can put up 45 every game. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. All so. right. So, number three. Can Metcalf track him down? And this is... <clears throat> so, the genesis of the story is Buddha Baker. Buddha Baker. He made the he made the top 100 this season. He made he was named the first team All Pro for the second time. Uh, he made his third Pro Bowl in four seasons. Posted a career high two interceptions last year. But then there's 
DK Metcalf, who ran him down in like the in like the most iconic sports play, not even football play, but sports play you will ever see, may ever see in your lifetime. So the immediately the immediate, okay, so so just that play. Um the immediate the immediately memorable play followed by a Seahawks goal line stand, make Metcalf a star and Baker a brief punchline. The real kicker though should have been Metcalf catching Baker again, this time in the top one hundred ranking. Like Baker, Metcalf, who was number eighty one in twenty twenty, shot up the charts fifty nine spots to number twenty two, just three behind the Cardinal safety. He'll pass them next year. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you, it, it, the thing is, I mean, and yes, D, DK Metcalf is a beast. I mean, he's, uh, you know, I, I've I've never seen a wide receiver built like he is. Okay, he just has raw natural talent. He nine times out of ten, he will catch. Uh, you throw the football up with him and two defenders on him. I was maybe we'll, we'll go eight out of ten <laughs> that he would probably catch that ball. Mm-hmm. But if you type in you you go on the internet, go to Google, you Google DK Metcalf. The first thing that pops up is probably him running down uh, Buda Baker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, absolutely. All right, so number four, no love for the twenty twenty Jets. So every team was represented in the top one hundred this year. But the Jets representative was not on the 2020 Jets last year. And that is Corey Davis. Yeah. Yeah. There. Now, there are former Jets on the list. Jamal Adams at number 31. Demario, Demario Davis at number 64. Leonard Williams at number 84. But no players from the 2-14-2020 roster. So, you need to tell me that Quentin Williams on the defensive side and Makai Beckton couldn't crack. Like, they're both in sessional talents. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both in sessional talents. Well, I, I like, mean... Like, so, so, so this, this writer is suggesting three players that could be replaced in order okay. to get one of them in. Okay. KJ Wright, Who's currently a free agent? Number he's number sixty-seven. Brandon Graham, <clears throat> number ninety-nine, who's graded by pro by PFF, nearly identical to to, to Quentin Williams. Uh, Graham is eighty-one has an eighty-one point five PFF grade. Quentin Williams has an eighty-one point four. Or Cole Beasley, who's number ninety-six, who's never started more than ten games or hit the thousand-yard mark in the season. I, I I can agree he should be up there before Cole Beasley. Definitely. Um, right. Yeah, most definitely. Right now. He's not a top 100 player. <laughs> no, come on, no, no. Come on now. That's, no. that, that's that bias of playing with Josh uh, Josh Allen having right. a career year. All right, so last one. And we're going to get a little weird with this. Uh-oh. So, we're going to get a little weird. So... <laughs> The players, um, 
for years have avoided the, the quirkiest positions in football. This year, they finally selected a fullback, Kyle uh, Jusic. From uh, first, San Francisco? Yeah, the first fullback to make the list since 2012 when John Kuhn and Bonte Leach cracked it at nine, number 92 and number, number, and number 45 for Bonte Leach. Wow. So, this, play, this, this writer is asking, why not, why not include a kicker? Like Yanho Ku, Daniel Carson, or Justin Tucker? Justin Tucker, right. Or Jack Fox, or Jake Bailey, or Michael Dixon. Those are punters. I mean, you'll probably never see a punter in the top 100 unless he, like, just, you know, 95% of his punts land inside the 20-yard line. You know what I mean? Or I mean they don't produce fantasy they don't produce fantasy stats that's why I well, mean we, right. we, yeah, we know why <clears throat> but what about a kick returner or a punt returner or like 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 the writer suggested you got future Hall of Famer Justin Tucker who does not miss mm-hmm. why couldn't he have been included? You could have gave him number one hundred. Like, hey, here, number one. Yeah, you I you don't miss. You don't miss. Like you send when the Ravens send Justin Tucker on the field, it's an automatic three points. Right, right, and, and I mean he could be for fifty five out, and they're like automatic. <laughs> so, I, I, as far as him making a hundred, I, I agree. Yeah, I I think he he could very well be in there. Yeah, like. I, I get it. A punter is never going to make the thing. <laughs> a punter is never going to make the top 100. Uh, a long snapper is never going to make the top 100. They don't oh, produce no, fantasy. No, no. They don't produce fantasy points. But Justin Tucker has been like one of the highest, if not the highest scoring player in the league for years. Mm-hmm. Like he should be included. Right. He should be included. I, I, I'm not sure of this. I mean, maybe you could uh, fact check me on this, but uh, isn't he the most accurate kicker too? Yes. Of all time? Of all time. <laughs> right. So Even more, even more accurate than, than, than uh, 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 the boy that just retired in Indy. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, I, his name's... Uh, what is his name? I can't think of it. Venetary, um, Adam Venetary. Venetary, yeah, there you go, there you go. <clears throat> All right, so we just got weird with that, but uh, nah, I mean that was good, not, good talking points, though. Yeah, it's not one hundred. We have one voicemail, so let's play that. Here we go. Hey, how about them cowboys? Woo! Looking good this year for the guys. Goodness! Shout out to Talk That Talk. Thank you for thank you for jumping on and catching and catching the show tonight. And no, the Cowboys are not doing anything. Sorry, we can always try again next year, like every year. We can try again next year. I'll I'll just say we 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 shall see. How's that? We'll see. I, I I'm going to say this. It's not happening. <laughs> well, that's because that's your division rival. It's not just that. I, I could care less. I, I, I could be a, a fan of anything. I hate that 
fucking team with a star. <laughs> hate is such a strong word. <laughs> I hate that team with a star. All right, I hate that good, fucking team with a star <laughs> in Dallas. I hate everything about that city. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, uh, moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. Moving right along. And speaking of uh, players that <laughs> players that just can't catch a break, Carson Wentz. Oh, <laughs> so he had a. I basically had a Liz Frank injury. Um, that's not a Liz Frank. So, but now he's on the COVID list because he was deemed a close contact of someone who tested positive. That uh, Indian uh, the Colts placed three players on. Um, Place three players on the COVID list today. Um, thankfully, thankfully, um, Carson Wentz is vaccinated. So if he continues to test negative over the next five days, he could return early instead of having to sit out two weeks. <clears throat> and there's still no definite answer, yes or no, if if he's actually going to start week one either. Right. Correct. Correct. Absolutely correct. Um, they're saying that they're hoping. <clears throat> the hope is there, but there's no definitive answer yet. Right, right. And now, speaking of <clears throat> going further into why did you play this player in the preseason, the final preseason game that meant absolutely dog shit nothing? Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, so um, those of you who had him in your fantasy on your fantasy team, um, you might want to go ahead and drop him to IR or just drop him. Period, because he's not playing this season because he has a no. torn ACL. Well, it, it does, I mean, it, it, it it does suck because I mean, you know, I, he's really, really, really good. You know, running back played at Ohio State, and this is coming from a Steelers fan. I, I how you hate. The Cowboys, I hate the Ravens. Put it that way. <laughs> but Dobbins is a really, really good running back. And, and he, what, this, he was just a rookie last year, right? He was a rookie, yep. Yep, so, I mean, uh, it does suck, man. It sucks. Yeah. Um, I know this season, with the, with the new CBA, the uh, the number of preseason games drops from four to three. Why do we even have a preseason? It should, if we're going to have a preseason, it should be just two games. I, I, I or, mean, or even with just one. Yeah, but I mean, you, you can't really, you, you, like if you're a head coach, if you're a general manager, you know, any of the coaches, you 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 don't know what you got really after one preseason game in practice. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. I, I mean, mean that's I, what, I, I can. I mean, even I can like, see there were coaches. You know, there was coaches and general managers that said. I mean, even you know, Bill Bill Belichick. He's another fucktard. Um, but even he <laughs> said, like the you know the season really didn't start until week five. Right here. Well, we also remember we was in the middle of a fucking pandemic. But exactly. Neither here nor there. All right. So that is the NFL news I have. 
Um, yeah, college football start this start this past weekend, and we can move on from that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, did you? Well, I know you did. The Jake Paul Taiwan Woodley fight that was last night, absolute fucking snoozer. I I I, 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 I caught bits and pieces because, um. The stream I was watching, I just kept cutting in and out, in and out, in and out. So yeah, like, but like, I so I I was able to watch the whole thing, and when I say I was literally at times about to fall asleep, the shit was so boring. And Jake Paul is such a fucking is such a fucking coon. Um. I don't even. I don't even know if he. There's it, 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 really no point in discussing this. Like, Jay Paul's an idiot. Yeah, dumbass. Yeah, Jay Paul's a dumbass. And then you know, so and then you know, Tyron Woodley at the end of the fight is like, "Hey, let's run it back." And then this here's what this jackass said: "I'll run it back if you get a tattoo. Uh, if you get a I love Jake Paul tattoo." Fucking dick. See, I missed that. I I, I missed that. (laughs) So yeah, that was at Uh, the end. Like after you know, after they announced the decision. First of all, it's good to go split decision. I'm surprised it went split because with this being a Jake Paul Jake Paul fight, and with him being in Cleveland, with the fight being in Cleveland, Mm -hmm. like even I expected this to be eight nothing or seven one. Jake Paul, because why not? It's rich, and he already got paid. And, but, and now, now, and Jake Paul is—he's famous for what? Being a YouTuber, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, who just happens to know how to box a little bit? Yeah, him and his brother. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Now, <laughs> and, and and I know a shit ton of people have said this. Why don't he fight a real, an actual boxer, someone who knows how to box? Absolutely, absolutely. He won't do it. Ah, he will not do it. Look who's here! Let me add him in. Hey, what's up, good brother? So, what's going on, Greg? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm alright. How are y'all? Doing good, doing good. We're just doing talking good. about that uh, that Jake Paul Tyron uh, Woodley fight last night, or if you want to call it a fight. Yeah, that wasn't a fight. That was a snooze. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what literally you said. Just said that. <laughs> literally just said that. Oh my god! Oh um, my god! I'll just say this really quickly. Um, fights like these are why people don't take boxing seriously anymore. And that's why Dana White is laughing all the way to the bank because he's bringing more people's attention from boxing to UFC by lending his UFC fighters to boxing for pretty much celebrity death matches. And I'm not too fond of it. I think it's shit. I completely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
No, and, and well, I don't watch, I don't watch UFC that much. Okay, you guys, I've I've already stated this before, but now is is Tyron Woodley is is he still like active in the UFC? No, um, Tyron Woodley he, he's active on commentary. He'll fight oh, maybe okay. once a year, but the issue okay. is he's going through a like a losing streak in the UFC because I think he's like thirty three, um, maybe thirty four, and his issue is. He took so many fights consecutively early on in his career that right now, the only thing that's actually going to get him money is doing shit like this, doing antics right. like this. Um, it's you. the equivalent of like John Jones in five years. If you see him fight Mike Tyson, it'll be like that. It's like, oh, well, I mean, I didn't want to see that fight, but sure, why not? Um, it, it was just a bad fight. There were better fights that happened on that card. like. The women's fight that happened right before the main event, really good fight. It was actually the co it was co main and yes, that was a great fight. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, the guy, uh, he had like he was in prison like up to like the week before the fight. He was in jail for like six months or something like that for uh, Grand Theft Auto. He ended up knocking out a dude. Uh, the guy Ivan versus I, I forgot what his name is like Hollywood something, but that was a really good fight as well. But the issue with the Jake Paul brothers are like they're going with the whole great white hype thing, where right. you know it's it's like okay you you have these two celebrity like fighters who you know even if you take away the YouTube they don't even consider themselves YouTubers they call themselves content creators which is cool. Um, the issue for them though is they're just that bad like they don't fight real fighters, and the reason why they don't fight real fighters is because they aren't really like licensed to actually fight clinical boxers so it is a shit show and that was my point that i had just brought up to q was that and maybe jake paul's fought what three fights nate robinson tyrell woodley and uh who was his other one against i think it was just two other just like random people okay and that's what everybody wants to see is Jake Paul fight an actual boxer. Yeah. But that'll never happen. <laughs> nope. And the reason, the reason why it won't happen is because they know for a fact that a real boxer would actually knock their fucking head off. Exactly. So <laughs> right now, like, you know, they're bringing the social media aspect of it because, I mean, the Paul brothers, they had roughly like 30 million followers on YouTube. So you're bringing that audience in on top of boxing fans who want to just see a boxing fight. Um, because, I mean, we recently saw the Manny Pacquiao thing. That was just like a disaster. And boxing's already in the shithole. So it's like, why don't we just watch people who normally don't do this, do this. And, you know, let's do it against a Jake Paul, like a Paul brother or something like that. But mm -hmm. uh, boxing's just, it's gotten to the point where it, it's no longer fun to watch. It's more entertaining to tweet about and i mean it's disgusting to think about but it's just the truth yeah 100 percent. i mean it's it's not that like it was back in you know uh you know the, the mid 90s even the 2000s the glory days the glory yeah, i mean days you know you had uh you know Klitsch, vladimir klitschko and you know tyson and um who was the the, the lennox lewis you know those guys mm-hmm 
you know, it, it was fun to watch. It, you know, it was a good fight to watch. And now it's 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 all publicity and showboating and money. That's all it yeah. is. Well, I'm, I personally, I know this is going to sound like blasphemous, but I blame Floyd Mayweather because he's making it seem like it's easy for anybody to do. And the uh, like the celebrities like the Paul brothers and even like Tyron Woodley, they see it as a, a payday. Conor McGregor, too. It's like all you have to mm-hmm. do is just get into a ring and dance mm-hmm. for 12 rounds. But the thing is, there's a difference between dancing to avoid a punch and dancing because you're skilled at not taking a punch. And I really p- wish people would know the difference when it comes to boxing. Um, this isn't a butter-beaten fight. This isn't, you know, your, you know, a D-list celebrity versus C-list celebrity. This is, you know, a Paul brother who claims to be, you know, a licensed boxer versus someone who is popular in mixed martial arts. But even with mixed martial arts, you should actually know how to use your hands. And right. a lot of people are starting to call it out now because it's like, okay, the Floyd Mayweather thing, that was cute. The Nate Robinson thing, that was cute as well. But now it's starting to look like a cash grab and people are like, okay, I'm throwing, you know, $100,000, $200,000 on the line saying that this fight shouldn't last past the third round because you have an MMA fighter whose only job his entire career was to make sure he either knocks your head off or makes you submit. And you can't take down a Paul brother, even though he's winning most of the rounds. And then the referees pretty much cheated that entire fight by saying it was a split decision. There's right. no way you knock somebody between the ropes and you've lost that fight. I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. But again, this is another reason why boxing is tanking. People want to see a actual fight. I don't want to see you dance for 12 rounds. I don't want to see split decisions and stuff like that. I'm conditioned to MMA and mixed martial arts. I want to see you get knocked out. That is the whole point of the game. I understand boxing as an art form and you're supposed to see that. But the issue is I watch boxing for boxing. I watch celebrities try to fight because they want to fight each other. There's a difference. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we need to discuss this fight anymore. No. Uh, yeah, it's just, anyway. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it was a disaster. And the fact that people paid, paid people paid the pay-per-view costs mm-hmm. to watch it. First of all, you're an idiot. Second, you're an idiot. Third, you're an idiot. <laughs> Quick question. I mean, isn't that nothing? Um, isn't that easy? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. Um, I, I know. I, I want to completely act like I didn't waste my Sunday on that. Um, what happened? Did y'all actually go over the whole the top ten thing? We 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 yes we we just did. Okay. Um, can you just tell run down the, the top five so I can be disappointed because I don't. I don't <laughs> <laughs> so you only okay. So you you only got one right, one pick right. I got two. Lou got. Mm, was it one or none? You, you, no, you could say it. It was zero. You could yeah, say it. And Lou got none. <laughs> the top five, the top five, and I'll go, let me pull that tab up right now. Uh, okay. So going five to one. Number five was Travis Kelsey. Okay, you can Number actually f- stop right there. Never mind. Uh-oh. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, moving on. Moving yeah, on. My God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me take a wild guess. Patrick Mahomes was number one. 
Yep. Yep. Let's let's move on. Let's move, move on. <laughs> okay. okay. So um, now that you're. I don't know if you want to do your your WWE your weekly WWE bash session, um, but there is a story that I want to talk about, and it's funny as fuck. Um, that was not part of the docket up, up until like uh, forty five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and do your WWE bash session? No, let's let's get into yours. I'm done with WWE for at least three weeks. So. <laughs> okay, all right, so. Alright, so so this story just came out. Uh literally, literally, right before we came right before uh, like, we went live. Like, like two literally. minutes before we went on. Right. So <clears throat> there was a high school team. Actually, they're not even a high school team, it was a fake high school team. Uh, so here's the headline. High school football team may have lied to ESPN to play on national TV. <laughs> it gets better. It gets it a lot gets better. better. It gets so much better. All right. So here's the story. New details about Bishop Sycamore emerged Monday. It turns out the team, the team also played a game on Friday, which made Sunday's game its second in just three days. First of all, that's impossible unless you're in the NFL. Um, according to Awful Announcing, the game was scheduled by Paragon Marketing Group, whose president denied having knowledge of Bishop Sycamore's Friday's game. Uh, the president also said the company did not do due diligence in researching the team. Quote, we regret that this happened and have discussed it with Paragon, which secured the matchup and handles the majority of our high school event scheduling, ESPN said in an official statement. They have assured us that they will take steps to prevent this kind of situation from happening moving forward. The outlet also confirmed that the Ohio High School Athletic Association does not recognize Bishop Sycamore as a legitimate high school and their quote, physical location, practice facilities, and roster eligibility could not be verified. The team's head coach, Roy Johnson, also allegedly has an active arrest warrant thanks to fraud charges, while many of their players are said to have already graduated high school, which essentially means a bunch of adults got rolled by some (laughs) high school kids. Yep. I cannot wait for Samuel L. Jackson to be the coach of that team. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and the biopic. Honestly, this better this be a 30 for 30. Be, this honest this honestly should have been <laughs> saved for tomorrow for the first 48. <laughs> I, I honestly can't. Oh, oh can you oh, just like re- really quickly like read like the last like three or four sentences again? Cause... Okay, so so no, so that's the update. Here's the here's the original um here's the original piece. It's been a rough week for ESPN. We talked about this earlier about uh, Rachel Nichols getting canceled finally. Um, so after announcing that one of his biggest stars, Rachel Nichols, would be removed from all NBA coverage. After the fallout from the Maria Taylor tape, the network appears to have been duped by a high school football team. On Sunday, ESPN aired a high school football game between Florida's IMG Academy and Ohio's Bishop Sycamore. Anyone who watched the game could see 
as plain as day that IMG Academy is good and Bishop Sycamore is bad, like really bad. While we've seen mismatched opponents square off nationally televised games before, this was something entirely different. IMG are defending national champs and consistently one of the best high school teams in the country. Apparently, ESPN was under the impression that Bishop's program was also stacked with top recruits. That clearly wasn't the case. Bishop was so clearly outmatched and ended up getting torched 58 to 0. But what makes this. <laughs> but what makes this story even more insane is the way the game's announcers react in real time when they realize that they've been had. In fact, they genuinely seem concerned for the for the safety of the bishop players, who, as they put it, were not engaged in a fair fight. Hey, Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna for I'm gonna uh, retweet the tweet of the uh, announcers going in on this team. Well, if I you mean, can play. Yeah. Um, we'll do Play the voicemails really quick because I got to okay, set go up ahead. my interface. Um, okay, go ahead. Also, like, wh- while you do that, though, um, I need you to, I know I stopped you at the top five. I need you to actually run down that top five again for me because the fact that <laughs> okay, I got Chelsea you. is in, I, I don't want to talk too much about this. I swear I don't. Um <clears throat> Travis okay, so out of that list of ten, is number five. Number five. No, so sorry. So, so, so wait. So wait. If he's number five, exactly. What is T.J. Watt? T.J. Watt was number number nine. Number nine. All right. Here's the thing. You don't want to know who number one. You don't want to know who number ten was. Yo, no. Wait a minute. All right. Don't don't tell Josh me. Josh Allen. <laughs> don't know. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um. From now on, Q. We're going to make our own list. That is, <laughs> you're talking about Josh Allen, like the actual MVP of last season, like in my head. Like, and the, and and the incoming MVP of this season? Yes, he's number 10. He's I'm just going, 10. Let me just run the list. I'm going to run the list. Number yeah. 10, Josh Allen. Number 9, TJ Watt. Number 8, DeAndre Hopkins. Number 7, Tom Brady. Number 6, Devontae Adams. Kelsey's number 5. Derek Henry's number four. Aaron Rodgers is third. Aaron Donald, number two. And Pat Mahomes, number one. Well, here, here's what is really egregious about the fact that you have two Kansas City Chiefs as the top five. Um, they lost in what I would like to call an ass whooping last year. Not even last year, months ago. Um, number two. Um, Travis Kelsey, the the like number like the top three tight ends in like the NFL. But do we really want to sit here and act like the Kansas City Chiefs one game didn't actually get them through the playoffs last season? Like that, like that duo of their like running backs got them through to the Super Bowl. And if it weren't, I mean, and Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland almost beat them. Exactly. So I understand the narrative of they really want to get Tom Brady the fuck out of here, and I'm fine with that. But the issue is he's not gone yet. Um, so the fact that he's number, you put Travis Kelsey ahead of the reigning MVP. They wouldn't. Can you imagine if fucking Tom Brady was number one this year and Patrick Mahomes was number seven? 
it would be a fucking uproar. And I like Patrick Mahomes, but I under, like this feels like when Russell Wilson he won that Super Bowl, and you couldn't tell anybody that Seattle like Seahawks wouldn't win three in a row, and then all of a sudden the Legion of Doom failed, and Marshawn Lynch left, and everybody's like, "Well, what happened to Seattle?" That's what's going to happen with Kansas City. I'm telling y'all this shit now. Like Kansas City, they they had a nice run. They signed all the players back, but the issue is with them. List like this. You're trying to tell me like other quarterbacks in the league don't see that shit. Josh Allen doesn't see the fact that he's listed number 10 behind TJ Watt, mm-hmm. behind Tom Brady, behind Aaron Rodgers, who honestly, like, he he's just been sitting there looking like a coach. Jordan Love looks like shit right now. But either way, I yeah, um, it's it's gonna be a no for me. I'm I'm really disgusted at that list. So if Derrick Henry, who is the reigning like rushing champ for last mm-hmm. year, didn't make it to the top three, at least you put him at number four as like a consolation prize. Like, you know what? Yeah, Derrick Henry, even though Aaron Rodgers didn't do much last season, we predict he's going to be better. Like how? He don't even want to. How's he going to be better on y'all list? And he don't even want to play for the team that y'all have him on the list for. That, that's what for me. That's what makes it so mm-hmm. even because it's like. Wait a minute. Like, I understand Derrick Henry is like the running back on this list. Cool. No big deal. My issue, though, is you got Aaron Rodgers at either two or three. I didn't hear what you said for um, what number he is. But then you have Devontae Adams, like, outside of the top five. And they want to ring together. Like, that list should have gone Patrick Mahomes. Then it should have been Aaron Rodgers. Then it should have been Derrick Henry at three. Then you have Travis Kelsey at four and you have Devontae Adams at five. That would have been a better top five list because then it sets up the Super Bowl for what they want it to be next season. Well, this season, which is Green Bay versus Kansas City. You know what's going to happen? Not that, but it sounds like a better top five list than saying, you know what? Like Travis Kelsey at number five, but then Devontae Adams is just like right outside of the top five. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to thank the players for that. This big they, they were voted by the players. I'm blaming it on CTE because them motherfuckers are dumb. That is <laughs> stupid. That is, that is dumb. Like, my God. Like, oh, let me see if Q sent it to me. Oh, my. Oh, okay. See, this is Q's fault. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, give me one second. Play that voicemail. Okay, I'm going to play the voicemail while you get that ready. All right. Here we go. IMG is the second best football high school in the country. They just failed to be one of them goddamn California teams. <laughs> Shout out to IMG though. They got a lot of. They had two backs. Actually, one is in the NFL. Right? No, both is in the NFL right now. Yeah, they just can't get over modern day. All right. Uh... Thanks, Bela. <laughs> uh, next comment. Oh, boy, this is going to be a doozy. I see Uh-oh. it already. This is going to be a doozy. Chief, <laughs> Lord help us. Bucks and six. I know you niggas thought we weren't going to do it. Yes, and I grew up in Milwaukee. Fuck you talk about it just a little few miles away from Milwaukee. You know what we're doing. Stop playing with us. Y'all ain't Greek fucking freak. Middleton fucking clutch guy. Drew Holiday defensive fucking clamper. Stop playing with us. You niggas didn't know. I know none of y'all thought we was going to do it. Y'all doubted us. Y'all doubted us. 
And now niggas gotta watch us at our ceremony, nigga. Rings. Four on phone, nigga. Stop playing with us. Wow. Yeah, man. Y'all won. I, I get it. All right. Here's what's so what funny about for? here's what's so funny about that is we actually said that the Milwaukee Bucks shouldn't win. And the issue is even Milwaukee fans know that they shouldn't have won that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, hey, congratulations. Um, I will say it's better than watching the Lakers win last year. So shout out to that. But nah, <laughs> like I have nothing for the Bucs. Um, nah. I'm not even going to tell them to do it again. It's, it's just, it's like, remember the Pistons? Like nobody like ever just says, hey, yo, like the Pistons, man. Like shout out for winning the rings that y'all won. We're like, what year did they win again? Like that's what it, it's going to be like in 10 years with the Milwaukee Bucks. You're like, well, like we remember Toronto winning, but we don't remember Milwaukee. It's going to be that gap year. So, I mean, shout out to Milwaukee though. <laughs> Absolutely true. Absolute truth. All right, Greg, you got that clip ready? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm, I'm just still kind of fucked up about the Milwaukee Bucks, though. They really won. <laughs> I know. <man. laughs> like, like, that hurts nobody but me right now. So. Let me turn this down a little bit. Moore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. And they did not show up in our database. They did not show up in the databases of other recruiting services. So it's okay. That's what they're telling us. Fine. That's how we take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight. And, and there's got to be a point now, Luke, where you do worry about health and safety. I already am worried about it. I think it's um, this is this could potentially be dangerous given the circumstances and the mismatch that we have here. And, um, and, and, and quite honestly, Bishop Sycamore doesn't have not only the frontline players, but they don't have the depth in case something were to happen to their roster with maybe a kid or two here throughout the remaining two and a half quarters of this football game. All I'm going to say is I'm looking at this team right now, and Bishop Sycamore looks like fucking Adam Sandler was their quarterback. <laughs> what the, <laughs> the longest yard. <laughs> what in the fuck is going? I, I don't have anything else, man. I'm the main machine. It. The clip says the score was thirty to nothing, and we are uh, we. It was fifty-eight nothing. Oh no, no, the clip itself, the one that we just played, oh, it was already okay. thirty to nothing, and it was the second quarter. Um, wow. And, and I mean, they had a front clock the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wait wait a minute wait a minute this Hold is like watching Cardo- this is like watching Car- alright DC reference Cardoza is a, is a high school in DC one of, and back in the day they used to be one of the worst football teams in DC it's like mm-hmm. watching Coolidge beat up run up and down the field against Cardoza that was a like, at, 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 at one point Coolidge was bad <laughs> Coolidge was bad um, but like one of our Two or three victories came against Cardoza, and it came in a absolute blowout. That's what it sounds. That's what, that's what this sounds like. Like a bunch of JV players, a bunch of middle school players playing a bunch of seniors in high school on their way to like going to Ohio State or to Alabama. <laughs> yeah, this definitely looks like you know a high school visited a prison and just had football <laughs> practice. 
because <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um, apparently, I'm looking at a tweet that like goes underneath the one that you sent for that link. Apparently, mm-hmm. a team by the name of Duncanville is still scheduled to play them this weekend. So it's going to be on national TV again. So yeah, we're going. To, I think I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I'm, I'm going to find a laugh. Just a laugh. That's actually. Yo, have we, have we ever had that before though? Like a team just like lie about what I, they are on national TV? I've never heard any anything like that before ever. Leave it to Q. Only Q finds stories like these. <laughs> I, well, I did not. I did not me, find this one. Me and him saw one. it on our Discord. Somebody See? put the story up on our Discord, and like like we said, it was like two minutes before we came on. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Again, this is Ohio. It's Ohio. That's where I live. I'm I'm sorry, brother. I'm I'm absolutely sorry. No, I'm Um, born and raised in Pennsylvania though. So Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna read this is only a few more it's only two more paragraphs in the in the story. So I'm gonna read those real quick. (laughs) They also admitted live in the air that they have been misled by Bishop and didn't do their due diligence to verify that. What they had been told about the caliber of players was true. Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster. Broadcaster Anish Shroff said, to be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. He then apologized and elaborated on Twitter. <clears throat> um, sorry, this, this is um, Shroff's. Uh, tweeting quote sorry they had no business being in that game today none i feel bad for the kids player health and safety was at risk today it was uncomfortable for anyone who watched to make matters worse bishop sycamore may not may not might not even be a real high school as football scoop points out it appears to be an online only charter school with a website that resembles a blog the team went 0-6 last season and was routinely blown out. With all of this information readily available online, <laughs> it is unclear why or how ESPN agreed to air the game in the first place. I have this no should have never words. happened. I have no more words. No. That should have never happened. No. Um... I will say, though, it's thoroughly entertaining, and I'm rooting for him. I feel like we have to have, from this point on, a Bishop Sycamore Award. Um, <laughs> actually, I think that can, that can replace the, the one that we did. Like, we only had it for like two episodes. That, uh, that Fake It Till You Make It Award, the Bishop Sycamore Fake It Till You Make It Award. Because, <laughs> that's honestly the wildest <laughs> sports news I've heard in months. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't have any, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. I'm gonna play this voicemail and maybe they'll get my thoughts back together. <laughs> Bro, Kevin Durant was like the fucking Reaper with his hoodie up. Ah! When he hit that three, that two that I thought was a three, my heart sank. I was ready to beat up everything. My girl looked at me with that worried face like, I know he about to be pissed the fuck off. I can't believe we just saw that. And I went to game six when we played the, the random. We was yelling, fuck Katie, fuck Katie. So when he hit that shot, all I was thinking of when I was at, I was screaming when he was at the free throw line, I was, fuck Katie. And I was just thinking about that, like, this nigga ain't here, bro, my heart. Kevin Durant ain't here, bro, my heart. 
But then they started saying it was a two. I could not fucking believe it. And then the last shot he took with OT, everybody thought it was a dumb shot. But that's Kevin fucking Durant. I was so scared when that shot went in the air. When he missed, I said, we about to get a ring. I can't fucking believe it. But KD almost did it himself. Bro, hey, you can't rely on Kyrie to stay healthy. So we might get it again. Ah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. If I had the energy, I would do it this week and just rant about Kyrie. Just, nah. Maybe in two <laughs> weeks. But yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn. Just the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Like, has anybody actually talked about, like, anything that happened in Milwaukee? Nobody's even talking about Green Bay. Like, damn. I don't, I don't know, man. I know Giannis is somewhere still eating chicken nuggets and shit, but. Like, nah. Um, congratulations, though. It just it just feels like the most like incomplete like NBA champion like ever. It's like the Milwaukee Bucks NBA champions, and they're like, good luck. Like, cool. Those words, <laughs> those words don't even go right. That doesn't even yeah. sound right. You you know what it reminds me of? Like, do you remember the year that like um like Joe Flacco and the Ravens won? Now. Like, this was when, um, like, Ray Lewis, you know, this isn't the year that he killed people and shit like that, allegedly. But this is the, the year, like, he claimed that he was going to retire, which is pretty much a way of... No, no, hear me out. So, when he claimed that he was going to retire, a.k.a. he wants a fucking ring, same way, you know, Peyton Manning did the same thing. And, you know, he set the, like, the bar of if you're about to retire and you are a future Hall of Famer, you're pretty much going to get a ring that year. Um Jerome Bettis. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? Like, that, that's yep. just how it works. But when it came to, like, the Ravens, they won the Super Bowl. And people were like, cool. Like, y'all won the Super Bowl. But then, like, the following year, it was like, what happened to the Ravens? Like, why, why was their record the way it was? But, I mean, Milwaukee, like, they can run it back. Because they have a, a very soft East. But... As somebody who lives on the East and I'm more of a fan of Eastern Conference teams, Milwaukee, if they run it back, I would be surprised. And the only reason I'd be surprised is that means that I don't get the opportunity in June to talk nothing but cash shit to Kyrie Irving. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got another voice. We got another voice. Here we go. Did you niggas play my message, man? Y'all did man. Y'all ain't even playing the messages. I'm supposed to feel like a listener and come watch y'all. He, he literally left the room and came back and didn't think we played the message. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I do better than that. Yeah, we, yeah. Yes, we played, we played your message. And then afterwards, we laughed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I know I told you I'm not doing like a WWE rant at all. I could care less. Um, I will say this, though. Um, the CM Punk thing, the shit, it, it was cute on Friday. Um, I'm already over, like, the honeymoon shit. I need him to either be a heel or be a face, figure the shit out. This whole, like, I'm buddy-buddy with everybody. Like, I, I need you to figure this shit out. Because I think the pay-per-view is, like, September 5th or something. Like, well, no, no. is it September 5th? Yeah. And I, I need them to figure out exactly what the fuck they're going to do with CM Punk. And the reason for that is... WWE has already been trash and I just I, I need some form of wrestling entertainment since I'm not getting it from UFC I'm not getting it from boxing I need some type of like athleticism in the form of like martial arts wrestling whatever um that's just my little like talking point 
Also, okay. so, uh, okay, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Good, no. Oh, my, no, my last little thing this. is this. Um, we had said last episode, um, and I probably talked out of turn about Shikari Richardson, uh, but I would like to just like pat myself on the back for being right because she perpetually keeps putting her fucking foot in her mouth and making herself out to be a villain. And the, the shit is no longer cute. You lost. And now she's going against people who are rooting for her. And all I'm going to say is this. At some point, you got to hold yourself accountable for your actions. And I understand you're 21 and shit like that. And people are like, oh, well, she's still young. 21 is not fucking young. I was drinking four locos going to clubs and possibly drinking <laughs> and driving at 21. You know what the fuck you're doing at 21. At some point, like we have to start holding these fucking adults accountable. And I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart. Q and I have done a lot of reckless shit in our days from the age of 21 up till fucking 32, 33, 34, 35. And we don't get to use the prestige of, oh, well, they're still a child. They're still growing. They're still learning. They're fucking 21. You are no longer anybody's child at 21. We, we have to stop doing that shit where if it's a fave, if it's somebody that we fuck with, if they make a mistake. And they're under the age of fucking 29. It's, oh, well, they're still growing. How much more can you fucking grow? Mm -hmm. Like you have, you have medical benefits that you pay out of your paycheck. You are no longer a kid. Y'all really have to stop doing that shit. And, you know, I know somebody be like, oh, Greg, he's shitting on black women. He's shitting on, you know, athletes and stuff like that. Absolutely not. What I will say is this, though. Shikari Richardson, when she was winning and she was talking that shit, everybody was on her side and stuff like that. Me, I was like, you don't really have to do that, though. Like, you could honestly just win and shut up. Like, everybody's already envious of you for the fact that you're winning. But Shikari Richardson, she's doing shit like, you remember that time you got like an A in the 10th grade? You're like, oh my God, I got an A on the paper. You can't be talking about that A you got in the paper and you're a fucking sophomore in college. We're like, okay, are you still going to harp about the shit you did in the 10th grade? Or are we going to talk about the fact that, you know, you're in college now? It, it, it's, it's a little bit different. So... Now, I understand she had a whole bunch of trauma with her mom, rest in peace to her. And that's that right there is definitely something that we can talk about at another time. What I'm talking about is the shady shit that she said and the shady things that she's done ever since. Instead of doing the one thing that she honestly keeps talking about, which is winning. You can't talk about when you won as you're currently losing. So that's my little like tidbit on that, because I'm sick of people caping for her. Oh, Shakari, she'll, she'll win again, blah, blah, blah. A, bloke, a broken clock is right twice a day. Cool. If she wins one, I'm, I'm cool with that. Win another one. Will it be enough? Absolutely not. And the reason why is you don't already told the world that you are the sixth best in the world anyway, and it don't even count, right? So keep it up. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, all I have to you say. Make an excellent point. <laughs> you made an excellent point there. Yep. Uh, before, before I play this one, so I went, <laughs> Lou, have you seen this tweet? Which one? <laughs> Okay, so Jake Paul has made his tattoo um, uh, guidelines for uh, Taiwan Woodley in order to get oh. a second fight. This shit is hilarious. All right, one, the tattoo must be three by two inches at least. You, he can't get it covered. It has to be permanent. He must post it on social media. And it has to be visible with shorts and a shirt on. And here was Taiwan's, here was Whitley's reply. Send the contract, son. 
Daddy will put your name next to all my other kids. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Siren Whitley, what how far have you fallen, bro? You right. a fucking UFC champ. You're about to tattoo a dude who beat you by cheating. So you can fight him again and lose again. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what? Yo, that, that's like me saying, you know what? Like, Q and I are going to go get matching Dallas Cowboy tattoos. Why the fuck would we ever do that? We would never do that. What? Not in this lifetime. I give up, man. Tyron Woodley, just honestly, bro, you, you lost because they cheated. And that's fine. Go with that. But the fact that you're out here looking like an absolute coon talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, send me that and I'll put the tattoo next to the rest of my kids. You want to disrespect your kids by having a dude who beat you by cheating next to them? Stupid. Don't be dumb. Don't don't be dumb. <laughs> yeah, I just had to, I had to, oh, God, I saw that. I was like, you know what? Like, oh, God, the coonery, the coonery, the coonery. But honestly, right. Q, I, I mean, let me just say this one last thing. If he does go get the tattoo, we are going to, I personally nominate him to have his own segment on the sports desk every fucking week (laughs) for six months. If he goes and gets that tattoo, we are going to do a tyrant. We should do like a live watch all his fights or just talk about Tyron Woodley because that is the, never mind. I'm I'm shutting up. (laughs) Fucking, I'm going to get a tattoo of another man on you. It's all about, it's all about that money. Oh my god. 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 All right. <laughs> Since y'all talking about WWE and y'all sound like y'all might be old heads or my age or around my age or a little bit older than me. Did y'all play SmackDown versus Rock 2006, 2007, 2008? That shit was fire. Oh, we much older than you, bro. I was playing WrestleMania 2000 on a Nintendo 64. That's how old I am. I'm I'm so old. We had to blow into the cartridge in order for it to work. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I actually stopped playing um the SmackDowns after what I think it was uh, SmackDown. Here comes the pain. That was I think that was like the second or third one. And the reason why is because it went from THQ to like another like company. And the wrestlers stopped looking the same. They weren't like boxy and shit like that. And then I tried to do uh, WrestleMania. Was it? I'm not WrestleMania. Uh, WWE 20 like 16 to like 2020. And something about like the the new WWE games are just so ass. They're not even worth playing. Like nothing about it feels good to actually play. The finishing moves take too long. And half the wrestlers that you know you would want to be in the game aren't in the game because either they died off or their families are like, nah, you can't put us in there. Like. I would love to have like a wrestling game that had fucking Crispin Wah in it. That would be nice. He had the best move set in every single like game that he was on. Uh, same thing with like Rikishi and stuff like that. But they're not on these newer games. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah. All right, next voicemail, and then we have a live report from my reporter in the streets. Here we go. Next comment. She didn't say she was the sixth best in the world, my boy. She said she was the sixth fastest ever because she clocked in the sixth fastest time ever clocked in for a um, hundred yards for a female. I'm pretty sure might be wrong, but 
she is the sixth fastest woman ever in a race. I'm pretty sure it's the hundred. And I, I honestly, I like what she did. I'm not saying everybody catering her. I ain't shared shit about her. I watched the interview though, and I liked what she did. She just said, "Remember, I'm the sixth fastest woman ever, and I will be back. I'm here to stay. I ain't going nowhere." So, what was wrong with what I just said? Unofficially, the sixth fastest woman in the world. So, unofficially, I'm I'm confusing what I said that was any different from what he said. She said, "I said that she said she's the sixth best. He's saying she's the sixth fastest. Fastest, best, ain't that the exact same thing?" Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I would hope so. Like, if somebody told me, like, yo, like, you know, like, I'm the, the sixth fastest person in the world, you're like, so you trying to tell me you're the best. Like, they're not saying it to be like, yo, like, out of the millions of people, I'm the sixth fastest, because that's their way of saying, yo, I'm better than you, which means that there's only five other people better than them, which means technically, like, they are the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I hope I'm not tripping. Um, I, I would love to play that, that clip again just to, you know, just to, you know, see if I'm right about it. But we'll get to the next voicemail first. All right. Live from my reporter in the streets, Lord Shamik. Hey, it's the YBAB Sports Desk with my, gay, with my guy, Hey Greg, QDZ, and Lou. This is your... Correspondence from the streets, Lois Shamik, and my driver, Habibi. Turn left here, Habibi. Yeah, we out here patrolling these streets, looking for these athletes who are out here doing that wild and crazy shit when they should be out training, like the New York Giants. Stay out of the strip clubs. We see you in Jersey hanging out in the strip clubs when you should be out on the field practicing because you're losing. You're losing. Lost another game. God damn it. I'm about to fucking move from New York so I can pick another team. But what to do, my guys? We, we hey, hear you, bro. We hey, Shamik, uh, we need a report. We need, to, we, we, need, we need to know if Kyrie Irving is flat earthing right now. If he, absolutely. If, you know, if he heard, you know, from your, from your sources, if Kyrie Irving is, is exercising in flat earth. Absolutely. Here we go. Give me one second. Uh, let, let's see. Let's see if this works. Finishing ninth in the race, and she's with Lewis Johnson. Mr. Carey, what was your expectation as you came out here today to face these ladies from the Olympic Games? Coming out today, it was a great return back to the sport. I wanted to be able to come in before, um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> This is one race. I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of? Tell me out if you want to. Come all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth best boy in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won. But they're not done seeing me yet. Period. All right. Thank you. So, <laughs> I mean, when, when we talk about <laughs> best and ever, and she says, I am the sixth fastest ever. Unofficially. <laughs> unofficially. That yeah. would technically make me talking like you the best, right? <laughs> it's what it sounds like to me. And, and then for, for oh, me, and wow. what, what was like really funny to me is she was like, they got to see me again. 
you had to see them and you lost. Um, and then the the one like highlight that you were supposed to see them in, you couldn't go see them because you broke a rule that you already knew existed. So you already have made, you had a built-in excuse, you had a consequence, and you're still talking shit after coming in ninth place. But you're the sixth best in the world. So you're the sixth best in the world, like, ever. Just not on that day is what you're saying. And people have bad days. Don't get me wrong. My issue is you still did an interview. You could have said, you know what? I got my ass whooped. Cool. I'm going to get him on the next one. You went and said that. You went and said, they are not done seeing me. Let, let me go ahead and just retort again because Day. it was a great return back to the sport I wanted to be able to come in before um, having a month off dealing with all I was dealing with I'm not upset at myself at all <laughs> this is one race <laughs> I'm not done <laughs> you know what I'm capable of tell me out if you want to come all the shit you want because I'm here to stay I'm not done I'm the sixth best boy in this game At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. Come and take that from me. Congratulations. To the- so, with that being said, she said, ever again for clarity. Two, she's making it seem like she got enemies in the sport. Talking about, oh, well, y'all can talk what you want. You can say all the shit that you want. Ma'am, were you not the one that started it? You started talking about Jamaica. Q, am I lying here? No, not at all. Yeah, you you said a lot of disparaging shit, ma'am. We we ain't forget. This is you. Just I don't know what to say. I, I honestly I don't know what to say anymore. All I want to say is I I would much rather you talk your shit, but win. Back it up. Because this is the thing: you can't be ninth place talking shit. No, we ain't even a ninth. We are not number nine when it comes to sports podcasts on stereo. I can promise you that. We talk our shit every week because guess what? We back it up every week. Shout out to Q. Shout out to Lou. I just be here when I'm here. But what's not going to happen is <laughs> that. <Shikar. laughs> oh, they got to they gotta see me again. Okay. So if they see you again and you lose, then what? You don't already talk to shit like, hey, the next time they see me, they got to see me. They don't have to see each other. But guess what? They saw each other. <laughs> they came ahead of you. There was eight other people before you. They ain't got to see you. You got to see them. Ain't that how it worked? If you get your ass whooped like Tyron Woodley did last night, you, you see now he wants to get a tattoo in order to get a rematch. Shakari, what, what you going to do, sweetie? What you going to do? <laughs> what you going to do? So... That, that, that's all I'm going to say. We, we got plenty of voicemails. I'm going to shut up now. I'm done. <laughs> Here we go. No, you said she said she was the sixth fastest in the world. There's a big difference between being the sixth fastest in the world and being the sixth fastest ever of all time. She clocked in the sixth fastest ever 
100 meter dash of all time in females. Bro, uh, are, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? So he's saying that being six fastest in the world isn't the same as being the six fastest ever. I'm actually giving her a credit because she's the one who said it. I didn't make this shit up. She said, I am the six fastest ever. You're saying, she's saying that she's the six fastest in the world. You heard what she said. She said, ever. Q, I'm, did, I make this up? did I make that up when she said six fastest ever? Or did she say that out of her own mouth? No, she said it out of her own no. mouth. Yeah, and she said it. She, and unofficially, she's the six fastest. Actually, it's not even unofficially. It na- Congratulations to the people that won, but they're not done seeing me yet. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. I gotta play one more time. I'm sorry. Oh shit! It was a great return back to the sport. I wanted to be able to come in before. Um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. (laughs) This is one race. I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of. Tap me out if you want to. For all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth best boy in this game ever. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, she said it. <laughs> Next voicemail, man. Get out of here. Get up. Boy, my first console was a Dreamcast. So, I mean, I played the um, old console. I had a Nintendo 64 GameCube, you know, all that stuff. Super Nintendo. Um, Shit, the first game we had was with the duck, duck hunter, you know, just the gun and shit, Super Nintendo, because my granny loved that shit. But were you the sixth fastest in the world? Ever? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> we have an update from, from my oh, shit. in the streets. I think he, I think he may have found I think he may have got some got some news about Kyrie Irving. Uh, oh, boy! Oh, Lord. here we go. Well, my sources in the street tell me that Kyrie is currently hanging in his closet upside down, practicing his Yoda moves. So when he come back to the court next season, maybe he could play three full games without getting hurt. Uh, more news at ten. <laughs> oh damn! Here we go. Here we go. Hey, um, heard the podcast and saw the little video on Twitter last night. With the flat Earth thing, is that something that you truly believe? Yes. Well, I mean, so important. You have. Millions of fans. Out of, out of all the podcasts, that's what took out of it. Flat Earth. Uh, you were asked again about yeah. it on camera. The fact that that could be news all over the world shows you What does it show you? The fact that it's a social phenomenon that everything the world is flat as hilarious. Well, again, you have lots and lots of fans, and these the fans listen to you. It may. So, Okay, I, I'm not even going to play the whole fucking clip. The fact that <laughs> ass this idiot, like, yo, you have millions of fans and you're telling people that the fucking earth is flat. Like, you can literally just walk to the edge of something and fall off. And he's like, is that what y'all took from it? Yes, dummy. That's what the fuck you just said. Like, what? 
What? He said, yes, dubby. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you catch, like, he was trying to be sarcastic, but he also had to realize, like, yo, I actually said that? Yes, yes. And you kept going. Let's see. So you, that is not something you believe? I mean, no, I'm asking because it matters. Well, I have said that it does. Now I'm asking you, I'm asking you if that is something you truly believe. It doesn't really have a a relevance over my life. I just feel like that the fact that it's even a conversation is hilarious. Bro, you brought the conversation (laughs) up. Uh, Right. Yo, imagine being so dense where you tell people on a podcast that can clearly hear it, kind of like what we do right now, that, you know what, guess what? The Earth is flat, and your name just happens to be one of the biggest fucking names on planet Earth, which is round, that, you know what? Hey, Earth is flat. There's there's a point where you go and you step off. <laughs> so where do, you, where do you land? Where do you land, Kyrie? Do you land with the Brooklyn Nets? Do you land with the fucking Cleveland uh, Cavaliers? Do you land with the fucking Boston Celtics? Where do you land, Kyrie? And you finish up the statement with this, Kyrie. You know, that, that, that could actually be news. Well, some, some people thought you were joking. You're not joking, right? No, I mean, it was just like a, it was just like a point that, you know, the fact that that could actually be real news. Like, everything that's going on that's happening Oh, so, my God. Like, it's, I mean, we got, like, relevant, relevant questions that's going on in the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you understand, like, why I just, like... <laughs> and I, I try my hardest not to hate Kyrie Irving, but oh my god! You know what? Let me just finish this. Let me just finish. A this. couple days ago, Irving joined the quote "holding court" with Gino Ariema podcast. He's got more people. This is what he told Gino. When I started actually doing research on my own and and figuring out that there is no real picture of Earth, like there's not one picture of Earth, and we haven't been back to the moon since 1961 or 1969, and you start and, and, and then it becomes like conspiracy just in case you there, there's not one picture of earth just there's not one so, not, so not a single not never. one ever so you like, so so like does he he doesn't realize that there is a space station that's orbiting the earth that takes pictures of it every day there's that word again there's that word again Ever. This man, he bounces a round ball. He cannot grasp the concept of something being round, including the fucking earth that he stands and uses every single fucking day. The fact oh, that you went wow. to school and the same, he's a professional athlete. Somebody could have literally just handed him a basketball. They make basketballs that are shaped like the earth. Like they're round and they just have the earth on them instead of just, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Like, I just, I don't understand this dude. Like, some of the shit that he be saying, it's just like, yo, hold on, let me, you know what? We got to do this. I I know, I I know I would, I I swore I wasn't going to do this shit, but here we go. Here we go. With Kyrie Irving being one of the most outspoken names in the NBA, his theories over the years combined with some crazy viewpoints always has people wondering what's going through his head. Flatters. In early February of 2017, Kyrie shocked the NBA world when he spoke about a topic that everyone thinks they know the answer to. Kyrie Irving is amongst all the people who believe in conspiracies, such as the Earth being flat. And with him being a public figure and a popular player in the NBA, it was a big debate for a while. The whole thing started when Kyrie asked his teammates, Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye, if they thought the Earth was flat. 
you hold on, hold on. Now, <laughs> so, someone will be like, Greg, like that's not Kyrie talking, right? Let's just hear from his teammates, why don't we? Both laughed and said, <laughs> yes, not knowing what they were about to get into. And Kyrie went on for many minutes on why he thinks the earth is flat. Kyrie said, all these things that particular groups, and I won't pinpoint one group, they almost offer up this education. The fact that in our lifetimes, that there are so many holes and so many pockets in our history, is the earth flat or round? You need to do the research on it. They lie to us. Okay, so he's saying that how, how we're being lied to on the oh, planet my. we stand on. Oh, how? By oh, who? Wow. How? I, I, who lied I, to I, us? Here's the thing. How does he have the inside source on people who are telling us misinformation? Because clearly they're lying to him as well. They're like, hey, Kyrie, just go out there and tell them that the earth is flat. Okay. Tell them. That. And the thing is, whenever somebody says like, yo, like earth has like, it's flat. You could actually go to the end of it. Notice nobody's ever been to the end of this shit. Like this is, this is not, um, what's that Jim Carrey movie where like, the entire movie was fake and then like I'm sorry his entire life was fake and all he had to do was like walk across water and open a door and shit like it, it, it's not that way Bruce was, Almighty Bruce no it wasn't even Bruce Almighty it was oh my god um, I keep wanting to call the shit Ed TV but it's not Ed TV fake life movie the fact that I can type this shit in Jim Carrey fake life movie and it comes up it's called The Truman Show that's Kyrie yeah, Irving thinks we're living in the fucking it. Truman Show <laughs> Well, while you're on that Kyrie note, we have some breaking news. Breaking oh, news. Christ. Oh, Christ. Oh, breaking news. Kyrie Irving is campaigning to make all the basketballs flat. <laughs> yes, he wants to play with a square basketball because he doesn't believe that the rim is round. More news at 10. Yo. <laughs> you know what's so fucked up is I would believe that if anybody else told me that shit. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh wait, we have more. We have more. Wow. We have more. Breaking news. I have just learned that Kyrie and Shakira Shakari? Is that Habibi? Shakari? Okay, yeah. Shakari just cop some weed from the weed man in the Bronx and they're sitting on the West Side Highway smoking together. More news to come. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? Oh, oh wait. Boy. Oh, wait. Yeah. There's even more. There's even more. We have another breaking news story. Another breaking news story from our correspondent in the street. So it should be. Oh, here goes some really breaking news. I just heard that Kyrie and Shakari, am I saying her name right? Fuck it. You guys know who I'm talking about. They were over here eating mushrooms in the Bronx because they wanted to see how many peas Kevin Durant had in his hair and how many no. peas he's going to have next year when he comes to start the season. Yeah, they, they they over here counting how many peas on top of his head. Oh, that is crazy. I, I mean, oh I wish God. I wish Kyrie all the best, man. I only give him so much shit is because like he be bringing it on himself. Like he, right. he really do. Like 
I, I had somebody, they messaged me like on Twitter. They found my Twitter and they were like, all right, I'm going to DM Greg. They DM'd and they said something to the magnitude. It's like, why you got, why you hate Kyrie so much? Did he beat your team? And the answer is no. Ironically, he played on the team and beat them. Talking about the Boston Celtics. Did I hate him for it? No. I hated Kyrie Irving for doing shit like going to the stadium that he just left the previous season and saging it. Like he wasn't the reason for the team being bad. It's like, Nick, you are, you're the person. <laughs> you're the reason the team was bad. And look at Brooklyn now. Same fucking shit. Same thing with Cleveland. Yeah, bro, you got mad at somebody interviewing you about the comments you made. I don't understand why the comments matter because did I say that the earth was flat? I mean, can we prove it? Can you prove it? Like, what the I, We've never seen a photo of the around earth. I've never seen never seen a photo of flat earth. And you know why? Because it would be really fucking hard to get a portrait or a landscape photo of a flat earth from end to end from space. You know what it would look like? Space. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? You know, like, like the fact that we're, you know, even if somebody says, you know what, we don't really ever go into space, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Here's my thing. Kyrie is saying that when we go to space, which we do go to space, allegedly, you know, according to him, we don't have any photography and we don't have any images of said space, right? To which I have to pose the question of, well, can you please show me a photo of flat earth? Flat earth would mean that the mountains, the peaks, the valleys, the oceans, all of this shit that would be flat, guess what? There would be a landing point for them. It'd be kind of hard to have a fucking ocean and it just randomly just says, you know what? The water just cascades off the edge into space. Like Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. <laughs> like, I'm not even talking science here. It's not even logic either. It's just like, yo, like the, the world being round, kind of like a ball, kind of like a cup, right? Like, you know how a cup, you pour liquid into it, the liquid stays inside of that cup, right? But if you have a flat earth and you have oceans, which means that you could not have islands, you could not have beaches as a result of water stopping and hitting a ledge, hitting a point. You can't have points and ledges on flat earth. And the reason for that is because there would be no mountains. There would be no peaks. There would be no valleys. There would be no lakes. The reason why there would be no fucking ocean is because of the fact that, guess what? The ocean would be non-existent as a result of the earth being what? Flat. Flat. Well, come on now. Anyways, Q, let, let's just move on because Kyrie Irving's getting all the awards this week. And that's why I wasn't going to talk. Jesus. Here we go. Next, next voicemail. Okay, um, Ray, you're not getting it. In your message, you had, I mean, not in your message, but when you were talking, you said she said she's the sixth best in the world. There is a huge difference between being the sixth best in the world and the sixth best to ever hop on the track. She clocked the sixth fastest 100 meter dash of all time. We're not talking on planet Earth. We're talking on planet Earth since track has been a sport. That's that, that's all I was saying. I wasn't saying you said anything wrong. I was just telling you she's not the sixth best in the world. She's the sixth best ever. Bro, you, you're telling me like I don't know this shit. She's ranked number 12 in the world. She said she's number six ever. And she didn't run the sixth fastest time ever because it didn't count. It didn't count. I can be the fifth fastest miler in the world, but it doesn't matter 
because that time is not recorded. Yeah. Like when it's it, not recorded. For, it has yeah. to be in the record books. It's not, it was scrubbed. Like it that that time she ran at the at the Olympic trials doesn't exist. Exactly. In the so, you know, to, to his point, Q, let me go ahead and just say this. Shikari says she is sixth best in the world ever. I'm sorry, sixth best ever, right? She didn't say that she was six, the sixth best in the world when it comes to overall running because there are a lot of people who run and guess what? They don't make the fucking Olympics. There were a lot of people who could have made the Olympics, but guess what? Shikari Richardson fucked that up for not only herself, but for others as well. Another story for another day. When it comes to her being the sixth best ever, she's talking about the women's 100 meter. However, Shikari Richardson's overall ranking as of yesterday is 82. So no, she is not sixth rank overall in the world. However, when you take someone's words for what they say, which is her saying that she is the sixth fastest ever, you would automatically equate that to her saying that she has the best in the world. If somebody like when you look at a title, when you look at the UFC heavyweight championship. They're like, oh, well, this is the champion. He's what? The best in the world. Are they? No. In that field, in that space? Yes, they are because they're holding a title. When you have CM Punk saying that he's the best in the world, same fucking thing. Shikari Richardson said it out of her own mouth. Ever. When you put the disclaimer of ever, that means that there's nobody that has reached you yet, which means that they have to beat you in order to be better than you, right? I think Bret Hart said that best. Am I am I lying here, Lou? Like no, no, not so, at all, not at all. So, so when somebody tells you ever, that means you have to surpass them in order to be better, and that is talking not just to a small collective, but to what the world. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Next question. Oh no, dude! You said she was the sixth fastest in the world, and I corrected you and told you she's the sixth fastest ever of all time because she is. Do you not know this? Go on Google and look up the hundred meter world records. Shikari Richardson will be number six, the sixth fastest woman to ever live. That's what I. That's what I was saying. You said that. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, this this is like me arguing at a brick wall. Like, I, I get what Bro is saying. Like, he, he's playing semantics over like one race versus others. Here's the thing she's measuring. This is her measurement. She said best ever. When I say best in the world, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about world rankings. When you go to Shakari Richardson profile, worldathletics.org, or you know, any other rankings, including runnersworld.com, which it says she is now ranked according to June 20th, 2020. I'm sorry, 2021. Now she is ranked number two in the world behind Olympic champion Shelly Ann Fraser Price of Jamaica, who ran a 10.62, the second fastest 100 meter time ever. I can read it in Spanish if you need me to, but these, these are the websites <laughs> that you, you want me to say, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm only giving you the, the shit that I research. I don't get here on this mic and talk shit just because of shits and giggles. Honestly, I didn't even want to be here tonight. Um, I, I got other personal shit going on, but my issue is the fact that he's saying, we're, you know, Greg said best in the world and she's saying best ever, like world ever, world ever, like are we not talking about this world that we live in? Or are we talking about fucking Neptune? Like <laughs> we're talking about right now, right? She's number six overall. Best ever, right? 
So, so unless 50 more people came and, you know, died today that were better than her and they didn't place, guess what? She would still be what? Sixth best in the world. All right. So <clears throat> next voice. Man. Here we go. Bro, what are you talking about? I said she's the... Bro, I never said she was the fastest in the world. Okay, listen. When you first mentioned Shakari Richardson, you were saying she said she's the fastest, six fastest in the world. None of that matters. Well, and I I, clear, I just corrected you, bro. Swear to God. I was like, nah, bro. She, she's There's a difference between the being the six fastest in the world and the six fastest ever because she's the six fastest ever. You're laughing, but she really is. And then you... You're saying that I said she's the sixth fastest in the world now. But no, bro, I was correcting you when you said it. I was trying to tell you that she's actually the sixth fastest woman to ever live. Not in the world. She is. Google it. Okay. <clears throat> no, no, no. Play that again. Okay. Please play that again. Please play that again. All right. Here we go. Bro, what are you talking about? I said she's a... Bro, I never said she was the fastest in the world. Okay, listen, when you first mentioned Shakari Richardson, you were saying she said she's the fastest, six fastest in the world. None of that matters. Well, and I, I clear, I just corrected you, bro. Swear to God. I was like, nah, bro, she, she's, there's a difference between the being the six fastest in the world and the six fastest ever because she's the six fastest ever. You're laughing, but she really is. And then you, you're saying that I said she's the six fastest in the world now. But no, bro, I was correcting you when you said it. I was trying to tell you that she's actually the sixth fastest woman to ever live. Not in the world. She is. Google it. So for her having a 10.6, naming her the second fastest female athlete in the world, like you said, doesn't <coughs> classify her as world. Now it's classifying as ever or is it classifying as world? Because I could have sworn I said a little bit of both. And not only did I say it, she said, trust me, I, I would love to play this clip a hundred times a night. It, it actually makes me smile just, just hearing her say this shit as she lost. So it, it's up to you. I got the clips, but next voicemail. Yes, it does exist. You're literally wrong. Go look up women's 100 meter world record. Number six will say Shakari Richardson, my guy. You're, so for you to say it's not in there, it's right there when you look. Did he not hear me say six in a hundred meter and overall no, ranking for her? I think he was addressing it. I think he was addressing that to me. Like, her time. It... Keep going. Keep going. This is fun. This is actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. I understand everything you're saying. Like, that was never my point. My only point was to correct you. At first, bro, you said she's the sixth best in the world. And I was just saying that she she said she's the sixth best ever. She didn't say sixth best in the world. That's all, bro. All that other shit. I was just correcting what you said. I know she got burnt. I doubt she'll ever, you know, hit faster than those girls again. She went through a lot. It's a lot to go through it. She's off her square, obviously. So, yeah. Okay. Um, let me let me finish this article, and then we can move on. Um, this was actually posted on a website. I'll put this in the show notes. 21-year-old athlete Shikari Richardson just made history becoming the sixth fastest woman in the world, Blavity reports. Richardson has been making a name for herself on the track, getting her start as a sprinter at Louisiana State, LSU. 
In 2019, she earned two junior world records, breaking the college record for the 100-meter dash as a freshman, coming in at 10.99. Then the same day, she broke the 200-meter dash record at 22.37. She would go down to win big at the uh, NCAA Track and Field Championship, breaking Don Sowell's 30-year record, coming in at 10.75 seconds. Despite her victorious year, she fell short eight weeks later, placing eighth at the USATF Outdoor Championship and missing the chance to represent the U.S. at the World Championships. As an athlete, you have to take your losses just as, uh, just as good as your wins. You cannot do that. You are not a good athlete, Richardson told reporters. Soon after that, she decided to transition from a college athlete to training professionally, also landing a Nike running deal. Training here with my coach, Dennis Mitchell, blah, 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 blah. That's just her having a quote talking about the coach. Uh, Richardson completed at the Mirror Mirror, uh, the Mirror Mirror Invitational on in Florida Day, clocking in at 10.72 seconds during a 100-meter dash, making history as the sixth fastest woman in the world. The only woman in history faster than Richardson have been Florence Griffin Jr., Car- uh, Carmelita Jeter, Marion Jones, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, and Elaine Thompson-Hara. Richardson told reporters that this is only the beginning. I'm not done yet. There's still more work to do. There's ways to get faster. There's ways to become faster. So we're going back to the drawing board. She told the USATF, also known as USA Track and Field. So when you say she never said fastest in the world, there's your evidence. Next voicemail. All right. Breaking news. Shakori says to the Olympic Committee that if they put a bag of weed at the end of the 100 meters, she's going to beat every motherfucker out here. End quote. Every motherfucker out there. Leave a bag of weed at the end of the race. She says she's taking it home. The weed. I don't know about the race. But she's definitely taking the weed home. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hold on. Before we get to these next voicemails again, um, when it comes to this, uh, let me just go ahead and read this statement one last time. Um, during the 100-meter dash and making history as the sixth fastest woman in the world, the only women in history faster than Richardson have been Florence Griffin Jr., Carmelita Je- uh, Joyner, uh, Florence, yeah, Florence, no, it says Florida, uh, Florence Griffith Joyner, Carmelita Jeter, Marion Jones, Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, and Elaine Thompson-Harrell. Richardson also told that, you know, she told reporters that this is the beginning. I'm only reporting things that not only come out of her mouth, but also the USA TF. Next voicemail. Here we go. I'm not arguing with you. I don't want you to say anything. You, no, look, when you were talking about her, you said that she said she's the sixth best in the world. I was simply correcting and telling you she said she was the sixth best ever. That's all. That's all I was saying. Okay, next question. Not, not you, Principal. I mean, Greg, you didn't say that it didn't exist. Principal said it didn't exist. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You're talking, you're talking to someone who ran track. Who ran track. When she was disqualified, the time disappeared. Exactly. Take this from someone who ran track, both in high school and college. The time disappeared. When she was disqualified, when she was disqualified, the time disappeared. It's not recognized. She can recognize it. She can say it. But 
the governing body of track and field does not recognize it. It is almost as if it never happened. That's why that's why she couldn't qualify. That's why she couldn't qualify for the for the four by one. Because the time doesn't exist. In the books, it does not exist. It does not yeah. exist. Absolutely. Can you, can you repeat that about the disqualification one more time for me, please? When you're time, I mean, if you're a track runner and you are disqualified, you may have ran the race, but she was disqualified. That means the time does not exist. Yes. With that it being is not said, it is not recognized. And you know, I like I, I love Q. I love when you say these things because then I can go and fact check as well. The U.S. Anti-Doping Agency considers THC, which is in cannabis, marijuana, and hashish, is considered a substance of abuse and prohibits it in competition. To which Q says it will disqualify. So to fact check him, I went and did that. Richardson cannot run into the 100-meter race at the Olympics because the positive test has disqualified her result clocked at the team trials. So, 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 Drew, you saying the time exists, it does not. When you're DQ'd, if, you are, if you're a track runner and you're DQ'd, your time is DQ'd. It's not just a runner DQ'd. The time is DQ. It's almost as if you never ran. So in the eyes, in the eyes of USADA, in the eyes of USATF, USA Track and Field, she did not run because she does not have an official time because the time was thrown out when she was DQ'd and suspended. We're only going with the information we got. But it's not, not just the information you got. This is the information of someone who ran. That is a fact. That is law. Let, let, let's see what they got, Q. I, I'm, I'm done arguing, uh, but I will definitely play that voicemail again. You're damn right. Here we go. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about the interview. We were talking about the interview, not any other statement she made. I was simply saying in that interview, she said she was the fastest ever. You had mistakenly said she was the sixth best in the world. She said that in the interview. You said she said she was the sixth best in the world. But I was just saying she didn't say that in the interview. Everything else I don't care about. I was simply I was simply saying you didn't quote her quote for quote in the interview. In the interview, she said, I'm the sixth fastest woman to do this ever. She didn't say I'm the sixth best in the world, like you said. I don't know about any other interview, but the interview we were talking about, yeah. And I can't believe this is going on this long because... <laughs> I'm not arguing with you okay. nothing. I'm just reiterating what you said. I don't disagree with you on anything. Absolutely. I, I hear you, bro, but here's the thing. You, you heard me list up. Let, let, me, let, me, let me finish. You heard me read the article, which named five other women outside of her. And it said, fastest women in the world, meaning period. There are no others that have met, you know, met that match, right? So when she went into an interview taking those same metrics, knowing that she's number six on that list and saying that she is sixth ever, that means in the world, bro. Like, I know what, I, I get the idea. What you're trying to say is like, right now, as of today, like she's not sixth in the world. But she's going off the idea of that one run that she's done making her the sixth best 
ever, meaning this world right now, like nobody can beat her time. She said that out of her own mouth. Saying ever is the equivalent of saying the world. She's basically saying nobody. And she said it. Nobody can take that from you. Nobody's trying to take it from you. We're just saying, guess what? You lost. It's okay to own up to that and move actually, forward. Actually, she can't even say no one can take that from you. In her mind, yes. But officially, they have. Mm-hmm. But no, like all respect to him, though. All I'm saying is I'm taking people's words for what they mean. They hold weight. So when someone tells me that they are the sixth best ever, that means nobody else can qualify until they beat that record in the world. And, 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 and let me go even further to that because I saw, see one of the, see one of the, you know, the, the comment, one of the, you know, the transcript of one of the comments. The time, I'm only specifically talking about her Olympic trial. That the time that she ran in Olympic trials does not count. It does not exist in the books. It does not exist. It's not officially recognized. You may, it might be on on worldathletics.org. It's not recognized. It's not recognized. I know this as a former track runner. My line brother is a current track and field coach, head coach, collegiate head coach. I can call him and and he'll say the exact same thing. The time is not recognized. It's not recognized because she was DQ. So it may may still be there because you know, at one point in time, she was the recognized winner, but she's not. So at the time, it's not written. The time does not. It, it, okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough. Let's just yeah. get, let's get through. Oh, boy, let's hope these boys are not. <laughs> Next one. No, that time still stands prior to the uh, weed situation. So the, the time that she clocked, it's still in the books. She still, her, her time is still the sixth fastest. It's not recognized. Oh, it's, not rec- it's not recognized. It can still be in the books, but it's not recognized. That's why she went to that the Olympics. That's why she couldn't, that's why, that's why USA, USATF and the, and, and, and the U.S. Olympic committee could not put her on that four by one team yeah it may be in the books it's not recognized let's all i'm going to do is do this and i'm going to leave this where it is olympics.com shikari richardson blazes historic 10.72 over 100 meters at miramar uh, invitational 21 year old becomes the sixth fastest woman in history after lighting up the olympics in florida i'm sorry um the athletics meet in florida um, not only can they, they won't take that from her because it happened prior to the whole the, the situation, no big deal. They will not take that from her. However, it does not count towards any future runs, meaning that, yes, it's great that you did it, but it will not stand going towards other records in the future. So she can't say, you know what, like, actually, leave it alone. I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. I won't argue with that. Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's no point. It's no point. Like, it, it. <laughs> I mean, like I said, like I said, it's in the books. It will remain in the it will remain in the books, but it's not 
recognize. She can't say that she broke her own record because it doesn't. Because in the eyes of in the eyes of the sport, in the eyes of the governing bodies of the sport, it's not recognized. Yeah, um, I, I will read what Olympics.com also says though. Shikari is ranked number two in the world behind Olympic champion Shelly Ann Fraser Price of Jamaica, who ran 10.62, the second fastest 100 meter time in history. So if we are classifying, you know, different races, no, Shikari is not sixth overall. She's not second overall in the world. She is second overall when it comes to 100 meters. Absolutely. But what she says in the interview is ever talking about sixth in the world at what she does, which is running. That I don't agree with. But again, let's get these voicemails and get the fuck about it. Yeah, here we go. No, the disqualification is for that particular race. Her, her time that she ran is still clocked in as the number six time because it didn't have nothing to do with, 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 with drugs. It was this one particular race. So the time is still current and it still stands. And she, her time is the sixth time. In the world or ever? <laughs> Next voice. Anyway, yeah. You're saying it's not recognized, but when I look up the 100 meter rec, um, world records, no matter what site I go to, they got that motherfucker recognized at six. So you don't recognize it and you listen, but everywhere I'm looking, they got it. You got a phone in your hand. Go look. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> now, now, mind you, we're, we're, let's, let's just, since, since I have the phone in my hand, I have the computer at my desk. Um, let me just go and look up the rankings. Now, he, he said the world, right? Not ever. Um, I just need to go to world rankings right now. Shikari Richardson, number 12 in the world. Uh, Elaine Thompson, Shelly Ann Frazier Price, uh, Marie Jose T uh, Talou, Sherika Jackson, Aja Del Point, Dina Asher Smith, Blessing Oka Bare, uh, Muhina Kambungi, uh, you know, I will take a name, please forgive me, uh, Javion Oliver, uh, Tina Daniel, uh, Daniels, uh, Daryl Nita, and Shikari Richardson. That is as of August 24th, 2021, women's 100. Um, women's overall rankings, um, mind you, she said six best ever, right? That's what she said. Um, notably on this list, um, Shikari Richardson falls in, as I, as I scroll this list, Shikari Richardson is, damn, she is ranked number 96. And that's because of that, and, and if she's not, and she's ninety six because of that, because of that knife place that she got. Yeah, this is again as of the twenty fourth. They haven't been erased between you know the twenty fourth and then. But ju just for reference, I wanted to actually go to worldathletics.org, type in world rankings, event rankings, women overall rankings, and they do break it down from a hundred, two hundred, four hundred, eight hundred, fifteen hundred, five thousand, ten thousand, a uh, hundred mile, you know, mh. 400s, 300s, high jump, pole vault, long jump, triple jump, shot put, and so on and so forth. We just went overall rankings. We can go to 200s as well. Uh, when we go to 200s, Shikari would be listed at 
I'm in the 70s. I do not see her still. Um, I don't think she. I don't she's think not ranked does. in 200s. Um, so that's not her primary. It, that's yeah, not that's her not her primary, primary race. So her primary race is 100, right? Which would rank her 12th overall when it comes to women's overall rankings. Just in the grand scope of things, Shakari Richardson is ranked number 96. She is going off of just to conclude this. When she is saying that she is the sixth best ever, she is holding that one win. Similar to how like the Milwaukee Bucks will hold that one ring up as being the best ever. Yes, that year. But Shikari is making it seem as like best ever is like, yo, like, y'all can't take that from me. Nobody's trying to take it from you. What we're saying is you came in ninth and you're still talking about that time ago that you won. That's all we're saying. Like, hopefully I'm I'm trying to clear it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever like you got like a participation award at like a science fair and you're like, yo, I got a participation award, but it's like, yo, like that was in the third grade. Like you're in high school now. Like you don't have to keep talking about the one time you won something way, you know, way, way long ago. Like Shikari is going to hold that. I'm the sixth as fast, you know, I'm the sixth fastest ever and nobody can take that from me. Nobody wants to take that from you. We just want you to back up the shit talking you've been doing when you come in ninth and you're still talking shit. Does that make, does it like kind of like, like capsulize like, what I'm trying to say, though, yeah, yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, like, I don't want to take anything from Shakari. I know she's a great runner. The issue is like she's doing more talking than winning, and even in laws, she's talking about the times that she won. Don't nobody want to hear about that shit. We know that. We know that happened. Right. So, 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 so here's the thing: like she in this last in the, this last race, the Free Fontaine Classic, she she really needs to win, but. At least play second or third or even fourth. Like she did not look good exactly. in that race at all. From the time she got out of the blocks, the first the first 10, 20 meters, it just was not there. And it got and as it and as the race progressed, it got exactly. progressively worse. Yeah. But Q, how many times how many times have you like been in a position where and actually, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to classify us because we are not world athletes. <clears throat> Shakar, and I'm going to be done with it after this. I'm absolutely done. When it comes to this, she lost. It's okay to say, I lost. I'm going to get them the next time. She talked shit about them before the Olympics, didn't make the Olympics, and she's still talking shit. I actually like that. I feel like it, it gives me like T.O. vibes where it's like, yo, like even though you did terribly, you're still talking your shit. Cool. My issue, though, is instead of you saying, you know what? Yeah, I lost, but guess what? I, I got two touchdowns, 185 yards, some shit like that. Shikari's like, let's not mention the fact that I came in ninth place. Let's talk about that time I was like the sixth best in the world at what I do, and nobody can take that from me. Nobody's even talking about that because here's the thing: if you would have won, nobody would have mentioned you being six, you know, six overall all time, right? People would have talked about the fact that you won, but the issue is you lost, and you're still talking about that time that you won. That's where the divide comes actually they wouldn't be talking about they wouldn't even be talking about six next time they you know what the conversation would be you beat you beat the olympic gold medalist mm, there you go you beat but, the olympic silver medalist absolutely you beat the olympic bronze medalist because jamaica had a clean sweep at 100 in tokyo clean yeah. sweep but, you know, I, I want to, you know, give some respects to Drew as well as Shanique. And I know Drew, he, he's, he's going on. And no, you can't come on stage. We're about to wrap the show up. But 
Yeah, uh, when it comes to it, like, I, I appreciate him. He's going to, you know, leave his voicemails. Honestly, I'm done, but he can get his point across because I've said what I said and Shikari said what she said. If you did not remember, however, what she said, we're going to play it because guess what? She said that shit. Um, let me see if I can go ahead and find that for you one time, please, because uh, daddy going to find that. Daddy going to find that one time for you real quick. <laughs> to the sport, I wanted to be able to come in before, um, having a month off. Dealing with all I was dealing with, I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> this is my race. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> you know what I'm capable of? Tell me out if you want to. For all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth best boy in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won. But they're not done seeing me yet. Period. All right. And just to fact check, she says she is the sixth fastest woman in this game, right? Right? That, that's what she said. Let me, let me just go one more time. I'm sorry, because people be acting like I be joking about this shit, and I don't. You want to? Tell all the shit you want, because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest boy in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won, but they're not done seeing me yet. Period. Next voicemail. Well, she didn't even that time for that particular race is disqualified. But her time for that hundred for that ten six she ran, that's the sixth fastest time. And it still stands. Okay, I think we've I think we we've made that point. <laughs> I think we've made that point. I think we've made that point. And I know like we're a little backed up on messages. We're, and, and I promise you, we're going to play everyone, you know, whether we agree with what you say or, or disagree or whatever. We're going to play them all. But I think we've established that. Yeah. I think we've established that. I have nothing. Actually, I'm going to mute myself so I don't say anything else. Here we go. Guy, go to the worldathletics.org. Literalworldathletics.org. Go to any site you want to, any credible site that actually records everything. Bro, they got her clocked at number six, my guy. Every site has her at number six. You you act like it never... Nah, I'm, no, fuck no. No, no, absolutely fucking not. Because not only did I run down the list, I ran down every fucking list we could do. Worldathletics.org, which you mentioned. Because clearly you acting like I'm not going and researching the shit as we do these voicemails, as we listen to you. I'm going to let you play the voicemail over again as if I didn't run down every single fucking name when it no, came to gonna, women. I'm not going to play that one again. No, absolutely no, not. Gonna, no, but no, Q, to, no, Q, to be fair, though, did I not run down the women's overall rankings? Yeah. Did yes. I not run those down where she ended up overall being 96? Did I not run down the women's 100 where she specializes in, where she came in 12th, right? Yep, you did. So please, miss me with that bullshit. You're telling me do my research, bro. The research is right there. And I went to the site that you talked about. So the question is, did you do your research? Next voicemail. Breaking news. Head anchor man from YBAB, Hey Greg, gets into an argument with Kyrie Irving's illegitimate brother. About Shikari. <laughs> News at 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Can we just end the show now? <laughs> yeah. Can we just... <laughs> you want me to say it? Go ahead. Go Next ahead. voicemail. Next voicemail. <laughs> No, bro, saying you're the six best ever and saying you're the six best in the world are not the same things. You're trying to equate them to the same things, but they're not. The si- saying you're the six best in the world means you're better than the six, the six, the, the six top ones doing it right now in the sport. You're 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 the six. That's what that means. The six top in the sport. But when you say you're the sixth ever, that means you're the sixth top person that ever do it, that ever live. The the person that's number one was born in 1959, bro. She's probably not even alive anymore. She's not on this world. So saying you're the sixth best ever does not mean you're the sixth best on this earth. That means you're the sixth best to ever live on this earth, not in the world. Some of those people aren't even in the world anymore. I have nothing. Nope. I have nothing. I have nothing. Bro, how are you going to skip me after saying the time doesn't exist and I'm simply speaking my mind and saying it does? What? How does that even make any sense? Okay, first. My, my. Next voice, though. <laughs> But principle, bro, you can't just say, oh, it's not in the books. And then when we come and say it's in the books, you can't just say, oh, yeah, it's in the books, but it's not recognized for future runs. Who cares about future runs? We only care about the books. And if it's in the books, it happened. What do you mean? You said it didn't happen. It's not even in the book. Bro, come on. And then to say, oh, we're not going to argue about it anymore. Who cares? No, it's okay to lose an argument, my guy. Go out with glory. Gosh, I'm on your show supporting you guys. Send the messages. What, what's the big deal? And you know what? I actually respect that because, yes, it is in the books. Yes, it does count. I'm fact-checking that, so Q, he's right in that regard. I will give him his credit for that. Everything else, though, I can't agree with, mainly because of the fact that we have the records there. So nothing that she's done previously will count against her. It still counts. What I'm talking about is when an interview comes up and you're talking about six best ever and you and I, sir, are talking about world versus ever like they can't coexist at the same time. You're making it seem like when I say, well, when she says ever, she's not talking about the world when she's implying the world. Not only is she implying the world, when you've ever heard of something called world champion, they're not saying, you know what, world champion, but fuck them niggas on the West Coast. Like, no, they're saying the world. <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's all I'm personally trying to convey to you. And the fact that we go to worldathletics.org and she herself saying six best ever. Yes, at that moment, when I list those five names ahead of her, which I won't do for the fifth straight time because I've done this enough tonight, um, her own rankings match up not in her favor, number one. Number two, that day where she lost is not the the best opportunity to talk about, you know what? Yeah, I lost, but I'm still the best. Like, not today, though. Not today. 
Can you imagine like being, you know, blown out by four touchdowns and saying, you know what? We were world champions a couple seasons ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? What? We're, we're talking about today. Like, how do you feel about coming in ninth place today? And you're like, yeah, you know what? But overall, I'm I'm sixth best all time ever. And it's like, nobody's taking that from you. And I don't want to take anything from Shikari. But the issue is the person who interviewed her was hoping that she would be kind of humble about the fact that she lost and she was gracious. And she she, she tried. But even in her trying, she failed because she couldn't take like the the idea of her losing and say, you know what? It's going to fuel me for my next run because we're still waiting for the next run. The issue is she took that loss and still took a dig at everybody else who was in that race who beat her that day by saying, yeah, they might have done that shit today. But guess what? I'm still the sixth best ever. Her own mouth. That, that's what she said. That's all I'm trying to convey here. That's it. Next. You're mixing my words. I didn't say her world ranking was the sixth. I said her 100 meter time. She's the sixth fastest woman to ever live because she clocked the sixth fastest time. What the? F- are, are we fucking joking here? Like, did I not? <laughs> did we not play the audio seven times already? What she said ever? And when I mentioned ever, in his previous voicemail, he's like, well, what about the world? Nick, ever, world. That's the only reason we're sitting here talking about this shit. You said world. World and ever is the same fucking, they're interchangeable in this statement. You know, hold on, Q, please, if you could possibly go back. <laughs> if you could possibly go back to older emails when he, like, he, he actually went and said ever and world are two different things. Now he's saying it to the same. It, it don't make sense to me. It, it, it's legitimately not making fucking sense. Yeah, because <laughs> clearly, 27 messages ago, when I'm trying to explain to him, I'm giving him facts. I'm going to the fucking website. I'm playing her own fucking audio. We're going and talking about the five people who, guess what, ever are on that list with her. And he's like, yeah, but we're talking about in the world. Is that not the fucking world? Did we not read the article where they say, guess what, the world? Um, I can go back and read over that shit again for you for the fifth straight time, but I won't. But basically what it said, according to runnersworld.com, she's ranked number two in the world behind Olympic champion Shelly Ann Fraser-Price. Now, mind you, that was in what? That race. Has shit changed? Absolutely. Did she come in ninth? Absolutely. Did she say that she was the sixth best ever? Absolutely. We have the audio queued up if you want to hear it again for the ninth straight fucking time. We're not doing that, though. When it comes to the world rankings, because you told me, why don't you go fact check and go and look at her overall ranking? Sir, she's overall ranked ninety-six. So overall, I would suggest that instead of going and telling people to fact check, that will actually go fact check the shit, that you slow down on your voicemails and go fact check. So I don't have to do it for you. The fact that I can juggle not only responding to you, but fact checking for you, proving it, and then now you're going back on your own words. It, you know, not even out, my boy. Next voicemail. Bro, I'm not talking about rankings. I don't know why you're talking about rankings. She simply said she was the sixth fastest to ever live, and she is. She clocked in the sixth fastest time that ever happened in a hundred meter. Sixth fastest woman ever. You're, I don't know why you're playing. I don't care about rankings. I never said anything about rankings. Next voicemail. I'm not playing this dude. 
How about you let me on the show, bro? And I'll I'll explain to you how you're mixing up everything. Like you're talking about a bunch of shit I'm not even talking about. I don't know what she's ranked. I don't follow. All right, we can stop right there then. If we if we don't know what she's ranked, then you don't know what you're talking about, right? You you just said that out your own mouth, right? Next voicemail. We're not talking about rankings. He said we're not talking about rankings. We're done. Next voice. She said I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. That, that's rankings, ain't it? Next voicemail. I'm not talking. When I say they clocked her at number six, I'm not talking about the number six woman in the world. I'm talking the number six fastest 100 time of all, which means she's the sixth fastest to ever live, bro. You keep mixing what I'm saying. That's rankings, right? That's yeah. rankings, right? Yeah. Next voice, Mike. No, Greg. My guy, you're wrong. She's not saying she's the sixth in the world. When she said I'm the sixth best in this game ever, she's referring to that 10.72, which made her the sixth fastest girl to ever live. So I think you're simply misunderstanding what she said. And I'm like a hundred percent sure that's what she meant. She wasn't saying I'm ranked number six, check the rankings. No, she was saying I'm the sixth fastest woman in this game ever. Cause I clocked in the sixth fastest time no one has ever done in the hundred meter. So her saying that she she is the sixth best ever is not her trying to tell people, fuck y'all rankings for today. Overall, I'm the sixth best ever. Does that not constitute a something that you said you weren't going to do, which is what? Rankings. It was a great return back to the sport. I wanted to be able to come in before. I'm um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> this is one race. I'm not done. You know what I'm capable of. Tap me out if you want to. Tell all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth fastest boy in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. Sixth fastest in the world ever. Right? Rankings. Next voicemail. Yeah, bro. I see what you're saying. That Like, she bragging about it. I'm just, I liked what she said. That's all. I liked when she said, I'm the sixth fastest ever. And nobody can take that away from me. And I'll be back. I don't see why you don't like it, but I liked when she said that. And as far as when she said, no one can take that away from me, bro. She's not talking about you and like mm -hmm. the lovers of track. She's mm -hmm. talking about those clowns that are clowning her all Absolutely. over social media. Absolutely. The fact that you're acting ignorant to that is actually funny. Like there's mm -hmm. a, you're, you're talking about people catering to her, but there's also a side clowning her. Like, it's it's a they're clowning her, but that's all she was talking about. I liked yeah. what she said. I, I I like that. It's like talk your shit then. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love when she talks her shit. My issue is this: you can't be talking shit after getting your ass whooped. If you came in second or third, we're like, all right, cool. Like it, she she was almost there. When you come in ninth and you still talking shit, it's the equivalent of like calling in sick to work and then going and picking up something that you forgot at the office. Like, like, wait, didn't they just call, didn't he, didn't they just call out of work today? And they just gonna they casually walked into work to be like, yo, like I know I'm off today, but you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come here. I forgot my cup. 
<laughs> like, what? Like, what? Like, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it. And I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to bro. My issue is like, the same way if she would have came in first place and she's talking that shit, I appreciate the fact that she's still talking shit when she lost. The issue for me is this. You can't lose talking shit about the people who beat you and saying, guess what? They can't take away from me some shit that I already did. Because guess what? None of my exes can take away the fact that I still fucked them. None of them can do that. But guess what? They can always say, you know what? Yeah, like that's an ex. Cool. Yeah. Did we fuck? We absolutely did. Are we still fucking? No. The equivalent of what I'm trying to make here is Shikari is pretty much saying, yeah, they can't take away that time that I fucked. But guess what? I can continue fucking. No, Shikari. Today you can't because you were ninth. You, you are ninth <laughs> on the list of people to fuck. You're not first, second, or third. You lost. <laughs> And that's the difference between people who are sore losers and people who can lose graciously. Shikari right. hasn't gotten to that point where she can say, you know what? Like, yeah, I took this loss. I will be back. I ju-. And mind you, she said in the interview, I'm coming back after a month. And I'm like, okay, she couldn't go beyond her own self to say, you know what? Yeah, I took a month off. I had personal issues. And guess what? Like, you know what? Like, I just needed some time. And you know what? I'm going to have to get back in a groove. Serena has done this shit. Uh, Naomi Osaka just said today in the news that, you know what, maybe it was a mistake to take off because now she feels off as a result of taking that time off. That's how, that's how champions come back. That's how champions go and say, you know what, yes, I may lose my first you know, two things, but guess what? I'm still going to be good at what I do because I'm great at what I do. Look at the, ch- ch- you know, what do you call it? Like, look at the receipts. The receipts show you that, you know what, I can get it done. My issue is I didn't get it done today. When Jordan loses, when Le- well, I'm sorry, when Jordan lost, when LeBron lost, when any, uh, like even women, like when women lose, when men lose, they say, you know what? I lost, but guess what? I got him on the next one. Shikari is like, yo, I lost, but guess what? Remember that time when I, you know, I'm always going to be like sixth on the list? Yes. You're always going to be there. Nobody's taking that from you. But he specifically asked you a question about today. And all you're talking about is some shit that used to be. We all got exes. I don't talk to my wife about my fucking exes. I don't talk to, you know, people about shit that happened previously when I'm talking about something now. Can you imagine going to your employer and being like, you know what? I'm good at my job. Yeah, I had a bad day. But you know what? I did good at my old job. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> like, no. So for, for me, I, with, with all due respect, bro, I understand what he's saying in his voicemails and how he's trying to convey the message. My only issue is the fact that the words that she said didn't come off as somebody who honestly just lost, accepted that they lost and say, you know what? I'm going to get him on the next one. What Shikari said was, I lost, but remember that time I won? That's what I need to focus on because this shit don't matter today. It absolutely matters today. And the reason why it matters today is you had time. You took time off to go and collect yourself. You, you had the whole Olympics thing. But you had time. You had more time than the people who beat you. And not only did you have more time, they're older than you. And not only did they beat you, they smoked you. You could say, you know what? Them old ass motherfuckers smoked me, but I'm going to get their ass on the next one. And people would have respected that. But you like, you know what? I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I lost, but remember that time I won. Nobody wants to hear that shit. That's why I played this clip. And it's telling me, I've played this shit 12 times on this episode. Nobody should play a, a 40 second clip 11 times on one episode. But guess what? <laughs> Shikari got it. <laughs> Shikari got it. But, you know, all again, all due respect to Mass Thinker, man, like he's actually keeping us engaged and having us fact check. Because honestly, I would have not known that overall Shikari was 96. Would have never knew it. 
And that's in the world. That's not, you know, that's not in the United States. That's not in Argentina, certain areas. That's the world. So when she's saying the best ever, when people imply the world and ever, it's the same thing. It's it's counterintuitive when it comes to that. But for her, I know for a fact she will be back. But remember when you like Serena lost and we felt like the change in the guard was happening? We're like, oh, Naomi's beating her. Coco, she's beating her. Like, is Serena kind of like, is she losing a step? Remember when Tiger, he lost his step? Remember when Jordan lost his step? LeBron right now losing a step a little bit. Like, yeah, we can still consider them to be great. They are good at what they do. But is there a change in the guard coming? Absolutely. In Shikari's case, it's not even a change in the guard. She still has time. She's only 21. The issue is she's buying into her own hype. And as a result, the shit that she's talking isn't matching the shit that she should be doing on the field. That's my issue. That's where a lot of people are starting to give her backlash because it's like, you doing a lot of running out of the mouth when you should be running on the field. That, that's all we want from you. And I, I would say this to anybody. If fucking Patrick Mahomes, he's ranked number one on that list. And y'all talked about it earlier. Yo, if fucking Patrick Mahomes comes in like the 13th ranked quarterback this season. Oh, I'm coming back to this episode and I'm talking all my shit. Because NFL ranked Patrick Mahomes at number one quarterback. If they win the Super Bowl, guess what? You know what? Not, even, even, number, not even the number one quarterback. The, the player, number one player, yeah. the number and, one voting him the number one player in the league. Yeah, but but the thing is, the difference between this and the Shikari situation is Patrick Mahomes isn't going. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They got me ranked number one. So guess what? Remember the time they did that? Shikari's like, remember that time I won a race and I, I came the sixth overall? Yeah, we we do remember it, but today's not that day. So for me, all, all I'm going to say is this, and we're going to get you know, rid of these voicemails, is, Shikari, I'm hoping for the best for you, but the issue is this. Just like I feel about Kanye, like, I'm tired of you talking. I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing from you when I shouldn't. And I know some people are like, oh, you trying to tell her to shut up and dribble? A little bit. A, a little bit. Because here's the thing. You don't, the thing is, you're talking and you're losing. It's like if you go, like, have you ever played, like, online gaming with somebody? And you're playing them in like, you know, Madden or 2K and you're talking shit, but you're up by 40. And it's like, well, do it matter? Like, you're still talking about, hey, I still got a chance to come back. You are down by 48. There's not a snowball chance in hell. There's two minutes left in the fourth quarter and you're still talking shit. Why are you talking shit? You're making yourself feel better about getting your ass whooped. Shikari was making herself feel better at the fact that she came in ninth place. It's hard to eat humble pie when you forget your fork. And Shikari forgot her fucking fork that day. She was eating that pie out of her hands. And the issue is all the people that they could have interviewed, all eight people that came before her, they say, you know what? We're not even going to interview her. We're going to interview Shikari because Shikari was the one that was historically talking the most shit. And you know what she did? In true form, she was talking shit even in her loss. Some people respect that. For me, I'm like, nah, mm -mm. talk shit when you come in third or fourth. But ninth, ninth, that made me feel like Alan Iverson talking about practice. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but shout, shout out to everybody who's leaving these voicemails, man. We fuck with y'all a long way, man. Shout out to YBAB Sports Test. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Q. Shout out to you. Shout out to me. Shout out to everybody. We got these voicemails, man. Let's keep this going. Right, here we go. 
if you keep this podcast up, if you can save this podcast, listen to when you were talking about Shakari Richardson. You said that she said she's the sixth fastest in the world. And I corrected you and said she said that she was the sixth fastest ever. And then all of a sudden you switched it and said, I said she is the sixth fastest in the world. And then I was trying to tell you that you were the one that said that. And I didn't disagree with anything you were saying. I'm simply trying to tell you she never said she is the sixth fastest in the world. She's the sixth fastest ever. That's why this is getting so confusing, bro. But you can, if you can replay this podcast, you'll see. You were like, she she said she's the sixth fastest in the world. And I came and I was like, no, nah, bro, she didn't say that. She says she's the sixth fastest ever of all time. There's a big difference. And then you started saying, I said she's the sixth fastest in the world because I think you didn't understand me telling you that you were saying that and that that was wrong. I don't know, but that that's what happened. If that is the case, I will willingly apologize right now on air and say I apologize to you for going and misconstruing the term ever and word. I'm sorry, and world. What I will say to, you know, add to the point again is this. So far, um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> this is one race. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> you know what I'm capable of? Tap me out if you want to for all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. I'm not done. I'm the sixth best boy in this game ever. And can't nobody ever take that from me. So, next voicemail. Never told you to go look at her overall rankings. I said, go to the site and it's clocked in because I was arguing with principal two at that point when he said it's not clocked. I was like, go to the world. Whatever I said, I said, it's clocked in there. I was talking about her hundred time, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't care about her overall ranking. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fair. Absolutely fair. Again, okay. if that's how you feel, I apologize. And you know what? We, we, we have to, if we're being fact checked and we're wrong, and we are wrong, and I'm going to apologize for being wrong. However, I'm definitely going to continue to play these clips. I'm definitely going to be looking at these rankings. And if I misspoke, I do apologize. However, next voicemail. Breaking news. We have just found the second person outside of Kyrie Irving who believes the world is flat. He's currently arguing the fact that ever... In the world, or not the same thing. <laughs> oh, that man is a genius. Oh my God, yo. <laughs> wow. Oh, I wish I could make these things up, but I can't. Oh, oh my God. So good. Oh my God. Oh, oh next point. <laughs> But bro, why are you going to going to the rankings, bro? I never told you to go to that site and look at what she was ranked. I told you to go to that site and look at the 100 meter world record. And she's number six on that site. And I was also at that moment, because you're playing the messages so late, I was talking to you in principle at the same time because he was saying it wasn't in the book. And I was saying, go to that site. It's in the book. Then it got her clocked at six. I wasn't saying it has her ranked at six. Has her clocked at six on the 100 meter, bro. You're just twisting what I'm saying. How can I twist what you're saying like you're not saying it? Like, I'm relaying the message like I'm not playing you talk. <laughs> Am I bugging here? Like, I'm not high enough for this one. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> 
She didn't say she was going to do it today. She said, I'll be back. They're not done seeing me, bro. She didn't say today. I'm going to. She ain't trying to take away what happened today. She was off her square. She's just saying in the future, you won't see me. Oh, okay. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll be late. For, I'll be late for work tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, this, this is why. Like, I just, I, I love Stereo so much, man. I, I love people like him as well because they stand, I, they stand their ground, man. And I, right, I really right. appreciate that so much, man. And I do. The too. fact that he's, you know, he's engaging. Like, you know, we're not trying to be disrespectful to him or anybody who's ever like leaving a voicemail or something like that. And it adds to like the discourse of the conversation. I would love right. to bring him on stage, but the issue is, it would go from being us having a conversation to him trying to make a point, us over talking each other and nobody who's listening would care where we can play the voicemails. And sometimes we will have to cut you off because it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, you said that last voicemail and I've said the same thing. And, you know, even though we're being like, you know, on two different like squares or whatever, people who are listening hear it. And luckily, since we do have a podcast called the Young Black and Father Podcast, anybody who's not listening on stereo can go listen there as well. But Again, this is a respectful room, so we're going to res- respect him. We don't do that whole muting and blocking and all. Like, we do not do that shit. Um, more importantly, man, we do enjoy the conversation. We enjoy the comments. We will engage with you, regardless if you have two voicemails or 120. Like, you know, our boy. So, next voicemail. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She didn't really say nothing about today. She, she, she... A humble athlete, you're right. A humble some person, they would have been like, blah, 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 blah. But hey, she wouldn't have been viral if she did that either, my guy. Hey, look at it both ways, I guess. But it's just your cup of tea, not your cup of tea, I guess. I like it. Yeah. Um, To to bottle it up when it comes to Shikari, I I love when she talks shit. It reminds me of like Hill Rock from WWF, not WWE. But it's like, you know what? I actually hate him, but it's hard to hate him when you like the shit. They, like, they're charismatic. Like, you don't get that often. So I like the Shikari shit, but the issue is, like, you can't be charismatic and be losing. Like, it's like getting punched in the face 150 times. You'd be like, you know what? But that didn't hurt. Like, we're watching it, and that shit looked like it hurt. <laughs> like, you can't tell me that shit don't hurt when it looked like it hurt. So, like, Q and I, like, really, really funny story, and Q's gonna hate the fact that I'm gonna tell this story. So one night, Q and I decided we're going to go to Adams Morton. And we're having a great oh, night. We're having, we're having fun. We're partying. We're doing all the natural things, right? We're, we're being adults. Um, when I say adults, meaning over the age of 21. You hear me, Shikari? I know you do. Like, do you, I, need, I need Shikari to confirm. <laughs> Congratulations to the winners. Congratulations to the people that won. But they're not done seeing me yet. So, yeah, you heard Shikari. So basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is, Q and I, we went and we, we, we hung out. We partied and shit like that, right? And we decided we would want to get some Adams Morgan pizza. And we're having, you know, the pizza, enjoying it. We, we sprinkled a little, uh, the red pepper flakes and the, the Parmesan cheese. We're, we're having a ball with this $5 pizza, right? All of a sudden, the dude comes up to Q and he's like, hey, can I have a piece? Homeless dude, mind you. Homeless dude asks Q, can I have, a sli- you know, a piece of the pizza or whatever? Q says, no, you know, I could buy you a slice of pizza, but you know what? This is mine. I'm hungry. I'm kind of drunk. I'd just rather just eat my pizza. To which... I guess this homeless guy did not understand the answer, no. Since homeboy did not understand no, he reaches for Q's pizza. Oh. He reaches for Q's pizza and puts his dirty homeless hands, and that's not disrespectful when it comes to homeless people, but 
him in particular, his dirty homeless hands into Q's pizza box, to which Q says something of the magnitude of. I'm the six factors woman in this game. So Q goes and says, Greg, hold my pizza. And I said, <laughs> and no, Q, it was Q, hold my glasses. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Q said, hold my glasses. And I actually, you know what, Q? This happened over fucking 10 years ago. It happened over <laughs> 10 years ago. I don't yeah. know where that pe- Who held the pizza then? Because did, did you put the, no, you put the pizza box on the car. So you put the pizza box on the car and he persists to go and fighting a homeless person over the fact that he disrespected his pizza. And it, the reason why I'm telling the story now is because Q is a winner. He won that fight. He won that battle. And more importantly, he did not come in ninth place. And then. Yes, there were nine pepperonis on that pizza, but he did not come in ninth place. And then afterwards, <laughs> Q said something of the magnitude of like, "Congratulations to the winners! Congratulations to the people that won, but they're not done seeing me yet." <laughs> <laughs> so, so after he goes um, and he after he goes and fights this homeless person. Oh um, my god! He goes. This is the homeless guy got arrested. <laughs> the homeless dude gets arrested. A Q is like, oh, shit, I gotta go get another slice of pizza, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the moral of the story is this: don't ever let anybody take away your victories. But when you lose, like that homeless man did, the best thing to do is just walk away graciously, embrace your L. And possibly just take the pizza with you and hope that nobody sees it. Shikari <laughs> didn't do that. She didn't take the pizza and walk away. She took the pizza and decided to eat it as people were watching her. And that's not cool because mm-hmm. then you end up with situations like this. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Shikari. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest story I've ever heard. <laughs> all right, let, let's get through these voicemails so we can all go to bed, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, y'all have been enjoying this episode of YBB Sports Desk. And uh, ironically, the title is called Decisions, Decisions. I need people uh. to make the right decisions, please. Because, yeah, no, nobody wants to make bad decisions. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So. That was, that was a homeless guy. The homeless guy was like, I'm not done. And then he was like, what I'm careful of, tell me if you want to, for all the shit you want. <laughs> I guess that was. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm oh, taking let's your go. pizza. <laughs> all right, let's go. I'm done. I'm done. That, that was it for me. That's it. Hell yeah, bro. You're right. She was trying to make herself feel better saying all that. She was definitely trying to keep herself engaged, keep her mind well, because that definitely fucked up her head. Facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking love you, bro. I, I stayed here all this time like, fuck, he's not getting what I say. And you apologized to me. You kept that shit real, bro. I followed you guys. Absolutely, man. Much respect, man. Much respect. <laughs>
Right. <laughs> Two more to go. Here we go. You know who's super because charismatic? People love him, but he loses. Conor McGregor, bro. I fucking hate him. So I know what you're talking about. I hate him because he's always losing, and everyone loves him, and he's always yeah. being so such a dick, and he's losing. So I get what you're saying because I fucking hate him for the same reason. But everyone loves him. Yeah. What you want to you want to know what's so funny is people like Conor McGregor are the reason why like like the Shikaris of the world, like they feel like being the heel actually gain, like gains them more fans and shit because it's like, mm-hmm. yo, you actually don't have to be a dislikable person. People were rooting for you and you're actually like, you're turning them against you because you're like, you're perpetually like putting your foot in your mouth. Like, do you remember like heel? Most of us are like a little bit older. So when it comes to like Ric Flair, remember when he was going through like his heel run and he was like, yo, like I'm wearing like thousand dollar gator shoes and stuff like that. Like, it, it wasn't egregious. It was like, okay, like, he's a heel. We hate him. But guess what? Like, he's likable because he's still, like, at the end of the day, he's still, a, like, a good person to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, like, he, he knows who he is. And even when he loses, it's like, okay, it's still Ric Flair. He lost. But guess what? Like, he's still cool. With Shikari, it's like, yo, she lost. And actually, she lost points for me. Because it's like, I respect the fact that you're still talking your shit. But I'm liking you a little bit less. Like, I'm trying to think of like somebody who like is like that to me. Um, I, you know what? I got a perfect person, Paul George. Mm-hmm. Like when Paul oh, George Paul wins, George. you can't, you cannot shut him up. And Q and I and Lou, we've talked about this man episode after episode. Like Paul George is one of those guys when he wins, boy, you cannot shut him up. But when he loses, he goes straight to the locker room. Don't shake hands. He, just like a poor sport. It's like, like, but what what happens if like like people want to like you, Kyrie Irving? People want to like you, and you insist on just like being a like, just like a hill for no reason. I'll even give you an extent. Like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is actually a likable person. The issue with Kevin Durant is he just doesn't understand. Like you know what? Like you're famous. <laughs> you are a celebrity. Yes, you are just an athlete and things like that, but people look up to you. People want to hear from you. The issue is when you speak, you speak like you don't give a fuck. And it's like, you aren't afforded the luxury of not giving a fuck. And that's what I get from Shikari. It's like, yo, like you're acting like, nah, like, fuck that shit. You, you're the last person that can do that shit. Because honestly, I can't name half of the women that you race against. I just know that they beat you. And the proof isn't important because they could have gone to those eight other women and said, you know what? How do you feel about beating Shikari Richardson? How do you feel about winning? Blah, 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 blah. They said, let's go to the loser, Shikari Richardson, sponsored by Nike in these Kanye videos and shit like that. Smoking weed, the blonde hair, the long nails and things like that. Like all that, they, they went and talked about it to a loser. To a loser. Imagine the fucking Milwaukee Bucks like actually going and winning the NBA championships, they end up, they're holding up the trophies, but guess what? They're talking to the losers. Don't nobody want to hear from y'all? What the fuck? Like, no. I, I, I want to hear from Giannis. I, I want to hear from the fucking Bucks. I do not want to hear, actually, you know what? Who the fuck did the Bucks play? They played the Suns, right? I don't want to hear from Chris Paul. Like, no. I, I want to hear from fucking Giannis. You don't want to be like, hey, Chris Paul, how do you feel about losing and, you know, being down, you know, three games to two. How, how does it feel? You want to hear from Giannis because he's a fucking winner. Shikari, she just has that personality was like, you know, even when I lose, I win because I'm entertaining. <clears throat> the issue with Shikari is you're entertaining, but you're losing. 
And that's the only reason people want to interview you right now is because you lost and they want to see how you handle it. But you, you didn't have any grace at all. It was just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm talking about all my accolades. Like, do you know how many accolades I would love to tell like my employers when I go to like a job interview and shit like that? I want to tell them about all the shit that don't matter. Like, yo, like I know how to make scrambled eggs perfectly. I make them nice and fluffy. Oh, you know, you know what I like to do? I, I like to play skee-ball. I'm, I'm really good at fucking skee-ball. They don't give a fuck about that. They're like, yo, but can, can you handle these Excel spreadsheets? Can, can you come in on time? What, what I look like telling them, you know what? I could do that, but let me tell you about all the shit that I can do that's better. That has nothing to do with what's going on right now. That's what I felt with the Shikari situation. So either way, all in all, man, uh, when it comes to Shikari, the fact that we talked about her for an hour and a half is absolutely fucking disgusting. But you know what? Y'all were engaged. Y'all fucked with it. And I should not be talking as much as I am because I already, I told y'all, got too much shit going on. Next week, you know what? I'm going to limit myself to 15 minutes of talking that entire episode. 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's honestly, honest, I swear to God, Q, I, I need you to time me. We just might be off next week because it's Labor Day. No, we, there's no fucking way we can be off. There's absolutely oh, no way we can be off. Oh, you're week. right. Thursdays, yes. Okay, so yep. yes, we will. There's no way. We will be on We will be on it too. Actually, you know what, Q? No. What we'll do is, instead of that, let, let's do a, if we can do a Saturday or a Sunday, because we have to get the NFL predictions out before, um, what is it? I think they have a game on the ninth and they have a game on the 12th. So we have to give out predictions before then. And anybody who actually wants to be a part of the fan duel or the, uh, the pick them, you're welcome to. So again, let me just shout out some people. Shout out to Mass Thinker. Shout out to Laura Shamik, Just Britt. We got Mia Michelle, a.k.a. Boss Beauty. We got Serena with two A's and we got Tim Mears. If y'all want to be a part of that, feel free to actually, you know, at QDZ1906, Low Italy, which I cannot pronounce at all. L I C L. It's all good. L I C L Y. Yeah. And I'll sharp tongue on Twitter. All three of us, we do have Twitter pages there in our profiles. If you want to be down, it is free for both. I was going to do the whole paid thing for the fan though, but I feel like it would be nice to just compete and talk shit with y'all for an entire 18 weeks. So if y'all are down to do that, feel free, you know, clap it up if you do want to participate. But Q is usually the facilitator of all this. He is the host of the sports stuff. So I need y'all to all like, obviously like, comment, subscribe, all that extra shit. But we got two more voicemails and we're getting the fuck out of here for the night. Q, take us home. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> he was winning. He won that fight. He won that battle. Hey, Q, you, you, you a wild nigga. I wouldn't fight no homeless person. I'd be worried about catching AIDS from a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have, I have matured in the 12 years, in the 10, 11 years that that happened. Just don't fuck with my people when I'm, when I'm, they were actually, I, I, I've pretty much given up the bottle, but don't fuck with don't fuck with my food when I'm hungry. When I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Q, do you do you remember how good the fucking Adams Morgan pizza used to be, man? Like when you yes, when you were highly inebriated. Oh, that shit was love. It wasn't mm-hmm. love when you woke up, but it was love then. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time, man. Once upon a time when I was a hoe. <laughs> Last voicemail. We need to get out of here. Here we go. Okay, Greg, Q, Lou. I'm going to catch you guys later. Me and how, how BB about to roll up to the strip club and finish partying with the Giants. Uh, catch you guys on the next one. Peace and blessings to everybody in the room. 
It was all jokes in the world and the earth is flat. I'm out of here. Come on, Hobby, we're about to drive off the end of the world. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Shout out to shout out to our cold in the street, Lord Shabik. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, Shabik, we're gonna give you a salary one day. You're doing great work. <laughs> You're doing great work. Oh my goodness. All right. Oh man. Talking about Shikari and I'm the sixth best in this world. F. Anyway. <laughs> They can talk all the shit y'all want. Anyway. Oh, Q, 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 Q. Why, why are you this way, bro? Why are you doing this? Why are you this way? Because, you know... They're going to see me again. Before, I'm um, having a month off, dealing with all I was dealing with. I'm not upset at myself at all. <laughs> this is one race. I'm not done. You know what I'm here for? Tell me out if you want to. Tell all the shit you want. Because I'm here to stay. question i'm sorry i'm sorry we gotta go but <laughs> i'm sorry so you say congratulations to the winners congratulations to the people who won are there two different groups or is this like you know what there's the winners and then there's the other let's go let's just get out of here oh, man. oh, man. oh, man. <laughs> oh my god all right well you can follow me <laughs> You can follow me saying congratulations to those who won, <laughs> but you ain't done seeing me yet. Oh my god! Uh, you, you can you, you can follow me to the end of the world. How about that? They watch me fall off. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, <laughs> you uh, catch me on Twitter at Little Italy. That's L I T T. L I T A L Y, and y'all can keep talking all the shit you want, but I'm the I'm the sixth best co-host ever. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, hold on, hold on. One, one more, one more, one more question. Uh, actually, Phil just he sent this in for Q, so I, I have to do it really quick. Um, before before we get out of here, before we get out of here for sure. Um, Q. Yeah. Phil sends this message. He sent me the Washington football team schedule. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. And he said, and I quote, "Tell me the record." So right now, really quick, uh, I'll go down the Washington record, and you and Lou can do this before we even get into Week One. I'm gonna just tell you the teams. I'm not gonna say at home or away. Nothing like that. I already told you what the record was gonna be. Wait. So just for just for listeners, so you got the Chargers, the Giants, the um, Bills, Falcons, Saints, Chiefs, Green Bay, Broncos. Tampa Bay, Panthers, Seattle Seahawks, Raiders, Dallas Eagles, Dallas Eagles. Then you have the Giants. Let me just, before you even give your records, I'm going to give you a couple records that they said, and then you give me yours. Um, mm-hmm. 2 and 15, 10 and 7, 7 and 11, 17 and 0, 8 and 9, 8 and 9, 20 and 0, 10 and 7, 7 and 9, 3 and 14, uh, 11 and 6. I said that one. Uh, Seven and ten, then 
you have 4 and 13, 10 and 7, and then 11 and 6. What do you have? 11 and 6. Lou, what you got? Hmm. 10 and 7. 10 and 7? Okay. Yeah. Now, only reason I'm doing this again is because, you know, season's going to be starting next week. And just in case we forget, and we'll do it again next week, Lou, the Steelers, yep. what mm-hmm. is their record going to be? And I need their schedule. I don't okay, have let it. Me let me see. My bad. Uh, if Q has it, you know, he can do it as well because, you know, Q's better at, like, telling the game really quick. I mean, I have I have it, but I wanted Q to read it because he, he's better at you know he has nicknames for all teams, including the the Sheagle, was it the Sheagles or the Shills or either way it, the Seagulls. See, <laughs> call them the Seagulls. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. The Steelers, and that's not two E's with S T E A L E R S. All right. right. Buffalo, the Las Vegas Haspins, the Cincinnati Bungles, Packers, the Denver Bridgewaters, Seahawks. The Brownies, the Chicago, what the fucks? The Detroit never wins. Chargers, the the stepchild Chargers, the Bungles again. That team in Baltimore, uh, the Minnesota Cousins, Tennessee, the Kansas City. I almost won the Super Bowl. The brownies once again, and the uh, and that team in purple that li- that's in uh, that's in Baltimore. Mm. Mm. I, I'm I'm going to go off of a ledge here. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go Excuse off of a ledge. Um, I'm I'm going to say that the Steelers are going to win twelve games this year. You read my mind. I was going to say. And the, 12 the, reason, five. Yeah, the reason why I say 12 is because I know for a fact they're going to sweep Baltimore. Baltimore right now, with Gus Edwards as their like leading running back, unless they go and get Todd Gurley, they're losing both of those. Um, the Vikings, you know, just because Q and I have like a distaste for fucking Kirk Cousins. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Uh, Cincinnati, I don't even know who their quarterback is this year, but do it matter? Um, Joe Joe Burrow still, yeah. Nah, I'm I'm okay on that. Is, is right. AJ Green still? There? No, he's in Arizona, ain't he? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they'll win at least one of those games. Uh, the Bears are going to beat them. Detroit, that will be the game that they lose because it happens two weeks before Thanksgiving, and the Steelers usually yeah. give up before then. Um, Broncos, uh, Teddy Bridgewater will win that game. The Packers, mm-hmm. um, the Steelers will actually win that game because it's a four o'clock game. Steelers don't lose at four at four p.m. They should have more four p.m. games. Actually, um, the Raiders. I don't believe in Vegas uh, because that's where herpes is. Um, the, 
Buffalo, I, I'm going to say that game to open a season. I got Buffalo losing to the Steelers to open up the season. So, yeah, 12 games. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Fuck the Steelers. They, go, they only going to win four. I'm just kidding. Uh, I have them going. I have them going 11 and 6. Okay. That's if if Ben's arm doesn't flame out like it did last season at week week 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, who is the backup quarterback again? Don't even remind me. Dwayne. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. You know what? He's he's like uh, a poor man's Jameis Winston without the LASIK surgery. So who knows? Anything is possible. The poor man's James Winston that didn't get um, that <laughs> didn't allow his wife to to whoop his ass. You know what? Knock out. Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's time to go. It's, it, we got to go. Well, let me see. We got one more. I'll, I'll play this one. You guys laughing at Kyrie about the world being flat, but to be honest, bro, I don't know if the world's flat around spear. I'm not going to laugh at another man for his beliefs. My little 24 years being alive, bro, I've learned I don't believe in a damn thing, to be honest. There's really nothing I wholeheartedly believe in unless I've seen it myself or something, bro. It's just too much. I I don't believe in anything, but I'll I'll learn everything. All I'm going to say to end the show is never believe anybody who starred in the movie Uncle Drew. <laughs> That's all. Uh, what a and, show. And didn't he direct it too? Yes. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Starred and directed. And that's, and that's why. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, in the words of Shikari Wisherson, Y'all gonna see y'all gonna see me again. <laughs> I can't wait to get that audio clip for the show next week. <laughs> I swear right. I'm gonna get that clip. Go wear it out. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to another episode of the Young Black and Bother Sports Desk, sponsored by Shikari Richardson. And I'm the sixth best best person that's in the game ever. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs> Y'all have a good week. Peace out. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.